slept in the shadows of a mountain just before midnight in the hills of Passaic the snarling abomination crept closer carrying with it an aura of darkness that cast an impenetrable shade the woods themselves recoiled vegetation withered certain magics require blood and they are the strongest kinds of magic they are also the darkest I was waiting for the music. I was like, no, no, but, oh, oh, well. What's the part in the old one where he starts, like, screaming something at, um, he's making fun of him. That's the best part. (laughs) How's it go? Oh, I'm sorry. Doesn't he do, like, this or something? What? Who? Pennywise. Pennywise. He's he's sitting at the top of the library. Right, right. He's he's, up there. He's, oh no, he's got that noisemaker, that spinny noisemaker thing that's just. Yeah, he is. And he's going, waha, waha, waha. Yeah, the whole time. Yeah. That's the best. He's like, is your refrigerator running? Well, you better go catch it. Waha, waha. <laughs> the communion of the coven. Um, I'm your host, Travis Maxwell Boone, and I'm joined by. Angel. Mashed Potato Johnson, my wife, Boone, and. Sleepy time, true cult, like a boy, PG. 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 You gonna be PG this episode? Sure. No curse words? That's it. Oh, what happens if you do curse? I don't know. <laughs> I go you to, think you're gonna? I go to hell. <laughs> we should get a... Or heck. We should we do it um, like, a, heck. like a counter on it. Should. Because I know they're gonna fly with me. Yeah, I'm going to forget about it in three seconds, I'm sure. No, what I'm probably going to do, and this is going to be work for my future self, so <laughs> fuck you, me. Uh, I'm probably going to just beep you out every time you do fuck up and curse. Nice. That way you will not have cursed this whole episode. Okay. Can you beep me out, too? No, I'm Why? not doing all that, because then it's going to sound fucking ridiculous. <laughs> That's the point. You just hear beeps everywhere, beeps will be out of place, it'll be I chaos. I curse that <laughs> It's chaos. No, yeah, sleepy time, Boyka boy. Ricky's here, and he's up past his bedtime, and he's got work early in the morning. So, uh, fucking send him a thank you or something. Oh, and I wanted to say thank you to um, the tens of thousands of fans <laughs> who have been uh, 
messaging us nonstop, <laughs> yeah. asking us questions, and uh, uh, keep them coming, you know. Throw some dick pics our way, too. Oh, fucking thanks, man. Appreciate <laughs> that. Of all the times that I ask anyone to fucking write in anything, the one thing I'm going to get is just a big schlong in my inbox. <laughs> I can't wait. That would be, be great. That That's not something. Have, yeah. Thanks in advance. It's not something I want. CC me. Get all the dicks in your inbox. CC me on that. There's probably an Urban Dictionary page dedicated to dicks in your inbox. It's just, there has to be. I feel like I need to Google it. I'm trying to think of a good segue for this, and I don't have one. Aww. Hmm. Did y'all think of a horror and non-horror? Yeah. Oh, I did. I did. I, I got one good one. Mm-hmm. You didn't? No. Do you want me to give you one? Yeah. Okay. You can have Scooby-Doo meets Friday the 13th. I never watched that. You've never watched Scooby-Doo? Which one? Scooby-Doo, man. Where are you? I don't know. Growing oh, up. Oh, okay. Scooby, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Where are you? Yeah. And their teenagers are running all over the place? Someone made a meme about uh, Ghost the Van. And um, they were like, a friend of mine, a, a metal friend of mine recommended this, said it's metal for people who don't like metal, but it's pretty much Scooby-Doo music with with, with <laughs> guitars. <laughs> That's what they said. Yeah. God I damn. was like, damn. <laughs> well, in all fairness, um, and that, I guess that will be the fucking segue. <laughs> as, oh, as, well. As a, a medley of shit right there. I saw... Medley, uh, medley, me. Two memes that, that made me think of this little, just like a little, I don't know, not not brain teaser. What, what would you even call this? Just a scenario. Oh, and, and one of them was scooped like uh, some of the classic horror icons and the, the mystery gang is trying to like stop them from doing, you know, whatever the fuck that it is that they're doing. So Jason was one of them. So I thought that would be actually cool because Friday the 13th is a whodunit. At least the original is. It's a murder mystery. You don't know who the killer is. And this, the mystery gang's always, you know, at the end they unmask the killer. And they're like, oh, it was Bo Jenkins. Or whoever. And he's like, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you fucking kids. It was communist professor such and such. <laughs> <laughs> Left wing propagandist. What? What? My glass. <laughs> yeah, and Velma's in the background. Still looking for her glasses. <laughs> My glasses. Scooby and Shaggy ain't even around. They're eating everything. Because they're Stung high as fuck. So you see, they and they It's even... just Freddie and Daphne, and Daphne can't leave. Freddie won't let her. <laughs> oh, this took a turn. Well, I was going to say. She wants, she wants to go see her parents. That's what <laughs> he keeps saying they're going to do. But they <laughs> never do. They're never getting there. Damn. She's tired of getting. Backhanded. Yeah. See, see, I thought it would be Fred. She's scared. That's She's the scared abused one because he wears the ascot to hide the the marks. Oh, I no. thought it was the other way around. No, that's 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 the other way around. And she's got a pill addiction to to like just numb the pain. <laughs> I want to believe that Daphne is that bitch from uh, What Keeps You Alive. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to think. He ain't seen it yet. I ain't seen it. It's good though. In my head, she's the chick from Black Snake Moan. Oh man! Yeah, I feel but, like Daphne would die first. If like if they encountered, okay, well that's what I was gonna say is the Freddy the like the Friday the Thirteenth tropes play into the mystery the mystery gang or whatever the fuck they're called mystery Inc. There it is. 
Yeah. Uh, the mystery machine. You got the stoners. Um, and Scooby doubles as the animal, the, the pet or whatever that's in a lot of these. It's fucking Toby in yeah. part eight of uh, Friday, blah, blah, blah. You got uh, the sex, sexy teens because Daphne and Fred, you know, they're going to be banging. It's Friday the 13th. They're banging. Definitely. Uh, Velma's the nerdy chick. You just have one of those, you right. know. So you got you got a decent setup. They go to Camp Crystal Lake. I mean, it's gonna play out how it's gonna play out. Yeah. So you think Daphne dies? They're first. gonna pull the mask. Yeah. They're gonna pull the mask off of Jason, and it's gonna just be Jason's face. Yes. And then they're oh, fucked. They're, they're like, oh shit! <laughs> this isn't some random hick at all. This. <laughs> I wanted it this to be a real tatar. I wanted it to be crazy, Ralph. They just pull the mask off. He's. You're all doomed. Like he just keeps. And then Shaggy said, "Oh, y'all fucked up this time. Like y'all fucked up." And then it's just like, "Like you fucked up, Scoob." Oh, <laughs> y'all gonna have to bleep all that out. No, I'm keeping yours oh, in. Yeah. He's the only one that, that that's getting the bleeps, and the bloops. I'm gonna throw some bloops in there if I can find them. Yeah. Every bloop. time I cross, they make it go some bloop, water bloop. drops. <laughs> 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 <Some> big one. <laughs> I'm on. <laughs> Ricky, hold on. Go off on a, a rampage like a crazy fuck, 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 bitch, cunt, fucking it. <laughs> that's gonna be a, <laughs> a bunch of water drops. That's gonna be a big <laughs> It's gonna be a big thunderstorm with lightning and shit. <laughs> this is ridiculous. No, yeah, so Daphne would be the first to go. Her and Fred then they'd be fucking, so they'd be the first ones to go. Yeah. I think I that cements Velma as the final girl because you don't have any other chicks left. I think I think Fred would leave leave Daphne hanging to get killed first. Oh yeah. Oh, then he would probably stick around till almost the very end as the 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 leader asshole, right? Who finally gets his comeuppance? You yeah, know, probably so. So it would have to be Shaggy, Scooby, and Velma that survive then. Velma would survive with their help, and you can't kill like the pet. The so die, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. can't. You don't do that. No. Unless you want the audience to fucking hate the movie. And uh, these types of slasher films, everybody wants to have a good time. Um, I'm going to go ahead and just say mine. Just get that one out of the way. I'll save yours for last because from what <laughs> you mentioned it to me and I was like, holy shit. Um, I thought of like uh, the Belco Experiment, which is a film where this entire building full of you know, office workers, they go to work one day, none the wiser, but they're building is on lockdown and a voice comes over the intercom and tells them all like within an hour 60 of the 100 something people here must be dead or we will kill x number more of you and it's like it just keeps getting worse and worse and they have to decide who fucking lives who fucking dies who's gonna betray the other one and i was like the breakfast club (laughs) molly ringwall emilio (laughs) fucking bender yeah, yeah, Jed, Jed Nelson. Yeah, Jed Nelson. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're all fucking trapped in there with uh, the I got you, I got you for two weeks. Right, right. Doing the... doing the fucking devil horns, baby. See, yeah. he, he was he was waiting to push that button and fucking lock the place down and just that's it slowly but surely. And you got a janitor, so the janitor's there too. Right, so that'd be all your people that could uh, you know, maybe we could get the parents that drop them all off for detention mixed in with it, have more more deaths. But I'm thinking like Michael C. Hall would try to be one of the one of the good guys and, and stick around for a while, but he 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 would get killed early. I think, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Who's Michael C. Hall? He's the fucking he's the dweeby one. Oh. 
But I think he would try to be like a little uh, little white knight, like, leave her alone. Right, right. And Emilio Estevez would just like, stir, cur- curb stomp the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yells so loud that the glass in the room breaks. Like the stupid little glass windows. Who? Emilio. When they're listening to that song and he's doing that stupid thing. Oh, they all And have he it. goes in that room <laughs> and he slams the door. And he goes, ah! And the glass breaks. That Like he has superpowers or I something. Forgot, I forgot about that. Thank you, John Hughes. Yeah. No, so he would definitely stick around. He'd be, again, like a, like a, like a Fred character. Like he'd be kind of the douchey. But he's not a douche in the movie. He's just a jock. Yeah. I guess that's the point of that. But So maybe don't stick them into the character, the archetypes they were trying to break. Right. Ooh, i got to rethink this. Now I don't know. But it does end with a bloody Judd Nelson walking out alive at the very end, sticking his fist up in the air, and that same fucking song Dun-dun-dun. plays. I was going to ask you. Don't you forget about me. Yeah. It's going to It's gonna definitely end the same. It has to. Silhouette and all, baby. That's, yeah. That that was my little crossover. What about yours? So, I was thinking of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> and so she she meets this rich guy, and she's thinking he's into, like, BDSM shit. But surprise, it's Jigsaw. <laughs> and so, he's like, I want to play a game. <laughs> and she, she ends up with this bear trap contraption on her head. <laughs> And he's like, he's like, if you love me, if you really love me, you'll pass this test. And she's like, no. He said, but if you really love me, will you play these love games with me? Uh-huh. Oh, oh, shit. shit. Oh, no. Double twist. He takes off the pig head mask and it's fucking it's all great. <laughs> when, when, when Ricky was telling me about this crossover, I was like, <laughs> the, some of the some of the scenes with John Kramer have to be him going back and forth like with himself like is this over the top for the first test like is this too much right. and he convinces himself like no John no. if they'll if they love you they'll be worthy they'll pass this test and he, and then he, he, he no posts, half measures <laughs> and then, and then he, po- he gets on Facebook and posts that meme of Marilyn Monroe that says if you don't um how, how, what does it say <laughs> um, oh, no. If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. <laughs> <laughs> that's t- that, that that's should... always a red flag. When I see someone post that meme, that needs I'm to like, be... that's a red flag. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> that needs to be the fucking... Yeah, because God, they're probably dirt. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's true, true. But the true, true. It's the true, true. But it probably it, it, that should be the next uh, Saw movie after the the Chris Rock one. It should be the fucking Saw dating game or whatever the oh yes uh, Fifty Shades of Saw. Yeah, Fifty Shades of Saw. <laughs> yeah, nice. Fifty Blades of Saw. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Games. Oh shit! Damn. How, how how I said he would he wrap it up he because he'd be like uh, if you can survive for one minute. Or whatever it is, and, and get out of this bear trap alive. Uh, or fuck no, it was it was like how he does in the movie. Damn it, I wish we would have had that on the record on the. He goes, it's something like uh, the choice is yours. Oh yeah. But but what is? But I said something. Oh man. Let the games begin. Yeah, but he. Yeah. I made it relevant to the. I can't remember. I can't either. So I'm gonna edit all that shit out. 
<laughs> well, what do you think would end up? It was a. Uh, what did you mix it with? It's song. What Fifty Shades of Grey? What happens in that? What, how, I don't know. She stays with him, right? Yeah. I have, I have no idea. She tries to change him. We're asking the resident uh, female in the room. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think she tries to change him. She goes with Not it, right? Not first with him. Like she, she likes the shit. The second one, or something like that, or whatever. I've never watched those, so I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, how do you see your scenario ending? Um, does she pass you know the test? I, I think she passes. <laughs> I think she passes. So basically, she's just going to become another protege. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There, she'll she'll start sawing people. <laughs> for saw, I'm just going to call them saw. And she and she lures them in with her. Her S&M. That's it. Okay. Lorna man with the S&M. We got so many taglines. Because <laughs> the other one was, if you can't handle me at my worst, you can't have me at my best. It's generic, right. but it's it's good for this. Yeah. 50 blades of saw. So we're going to do... Uh, um, When you... And, and not to drag us off topic. When you were a kid, were you like aware of... How ignorant some other kids were. Oh yeah, yes. And and you, you know you're ignorant too, but you're just like no. When I was when like, I was younger, that, that motherfucker is ignorant. When I was younger, I didn't have that that that. I guess you'd say, I, I had a higher opinion of myself than than other people. Well, especially I, in Mamu. Well, I did too, but at the same time, I you know I knew that. Well, there's a lot of shit I don't know. I'm a kid, but. I specifically remember being in school and someone, I, I think I think we were talking about the X-Men and someone was like, I'm going to be X-Man. Oh. And he, what he meant was Wolverine because yeah. he got them long fingernails, he said. I was like, there's so much wrong with that statement. It hurt, it hurt huh? Yeah. I, I used to have a... a I mean, in the fourth grade, I'm like, man, this this is painful. She's still an acquaintance, but she would <laughs> think, like, saying, like, cool words. And she, she would like, <laughs> say them, like, repeatedly. Like, one time she got on a kick of, like, like cocaine. Like, that shit's cool. She would... Booger sugar. All the time. Booger sugar. I'm oh, like, man. What the fuck are you? It's disgusting. <laughs> Booger sugar. Yeah, no, Booger it's like not bowl. the only thing. Like she would get fixated on like using these words, and I'd be like, "Okay," like, and she would just use them all the time. I saw a meme. Oh, she never listens to this because she knows exactly what I'm talking about. But fuck it. <laughs> I it saw I saw a meme of exactly what you're saying, where somebody got online, but they were trolling. I do it now. I troll. That's what I was just saying. I'm just gonna call him Saul. Oh, okay. <laughs> We, we we piss me and Isaac like to piss Jeremy off. We we, we talk about Halo. We're like we're like Halo can't even jump high in this game. What's the deal? <laughs> and he gets he, he genuinely gets upset, even though he knows we're just trying to piss him off. <laughs> he gets riled up anyway. Yeah. <laughs> well the meme was um of Britney Spears and it was from one of her videos that was done in anime style. Mm. And the person talking about it was like very informative about different anime shows and stuff. But they started the whole thing off with, uh, this is from Britney Spears' video, blah, 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 when she invented anime. And somebody saw that. He had a whole written thing underneath that that really went into, like, what's cool about anime and stuff. And that first person was like, I don't, she didn't invent anime, man. Right. And, and the guy came back, no, I'm pretty sure she did. And the and the dude the dude's like, the first anime movie was in 1907 and right. blah, 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 blah. 
and the, and someone else jumped on and said, was like, might want to get your facts right or something. Like, she she kind of invented anime, and then the other dude said, yeah, and she founded Japan. <laughs> <laughs> like they, they just totally fucked with him hard. She was uh, Emperor Hirohito in uh, in cosplay. Hirohito, mm-hmm. he's the he's the dude that had to step down as emperor after World War Two. Oh, okay. Yeah, didn't know that. Bringing some history up in there. The uh, well, he's also the guy. Who he wants to talk about feudal play. Japan one day. He he's right. also the guy who tried to take over America with Chimpokamon toys in South Park. Oh fuck! Yeah, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like it was him. Oh. <laughs> wow! I love that episode. I like. I love how they all just start acting like anime characters. <laughs> Their little faces change, and they're all like, "Yeah!" in class, <laughs> and like farting and speaking Japanese, and it made me happy. Uh, I need to watch it. I haven't seen it in so long. <laughs> so we got <laughs> anyway fifty blades Sorry. of saw. No, uh, fifty shades of saw. One, oh well. Is that what you said? I didn't say any of them. Oh. Yeah. Y'all... You said shades and I said blades. Yeah. Well, it, either way. Either way, I'm good. Uh, fucking the breakfast experiment or the Belco Club? I don't know. The breakfast breakfast experiment Belco Club. Okay, both. And uh, yours is gonna be Friday the Thirteenth. Uh, Doobie Doo. Do. Yep. <laughs> Doobie. <laughs> Friday the Thirteenth Doo. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. We're off to a banging start. I have some original ideas independently from time to time that may or may not be floating out there in the ether and sometimes captured by others but I also glean a lot from the imagination of those others. Let's take a look at who else is weaving in the web. First up in tonight's shoutouts, I have Lunar Light Cinema on YouTube. They are a bunch of young filmmakers in Rochester, New York, and they have a bunch of fun horror shorts. Most of them are very short, and I mean like two minutes, four max. So they're... More so just showing off uh, their skills as they develop and, you know, playing around with a few different horror ideas, a few different horror tropes. I'm really looking forward to seeing what these guys and gals, if there's any chicks in there. I've only seen male actors. I'm looking forward to see what they do in the future. Up next, Tenebrific Acrylics, which features the works of a talented artist from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, that you can find on Slasher, Instagram, Facebook, and most importantly, Etsy. Pick up some prints, magnets, necklaces, bracelets, ranging from Donnie Darko to Child's Play, Beetlejuice to the Babadook. There are plenty of great pieces that you can find in their shop. This next one is really fun if you're a fan of watch parties. And uh, during this crazy COVID era, I'm sure a lot of us have been experiencing some watch party fun, as opposed to going out to the... uh, cinema so if you're in need for some people to interact with while you watch some fun films i want you to check out all we need is sleaze 
They can be found on Slasher and Instagram as far as social media goes. They host watch parties featuring horror, exploitation, and cult classic films that no self-respecting theater would show, and that's their loss. I'll have a link in the show notes to where you can actually partake in these watch parties, but check out their social media platforms. That's how you know when the next watch party is coming up. And last but not least, the Friday Nightmares podcast, hosted by Heather Powell and Scott Crawford. They can be found on the Legion Podcast Network under the Kill the Cast banner. So if you were looking for the podcast, you'd have to go and subscribe to Kill the Cast, and you'd find Friday Nightmares popping up here and there in their feed. They have great chemistry, those two hosts together, and they keep the listeners up to date on their recent watches, and they have in-depth horror discussions, which I love. They've recently covered Summer Camp and Cabin in the Woods horror films, cannibal flicks, and shark movies. I also chatted up with them on the regular on the social media, and I encourage everyone out there to hit them up. I'll have the uh, link for their Facebook group in the show notes as well, and you can find all of these artists and creatives in the show notes with links to their various projects. Oh, and uh, guys, by the way, don't forget to subscribe to our OnlyFans account. Um, check us out. We've got a ton of premium content. You will not be disappointed. Um, we're, we're not afraid to go ass to mouth. We're not afraid of ass to mouth. Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be a... We do the Filipino hot poppers on, on like regularly. All the time. I mean, that's normally how we start off and finish. So a wrap around. That's what that's called. <laughs> and if you're a good neighbor, a reach around. Like a good neighbor. State Farm is there. Oh, State Farm, jack me off. <laughs> Alright, well fuck it. We can get into Ricky's ripping riffs. Da na 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 Neo da na 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 Sporin. Whoa. <laughs> Watch out. Who remembers that movie? Um, Not me. me and my dad watched it. Uh, one of the last hitches we were out together. Nice. What, what is that? Kung Pao. Kung Pao. <laughs> um, my name that. is Betty. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the sounds that I make when I wrestle with the kids and tickle them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll pretend to be asleep and yeah. Rowan and now Sebastian. It's a mixture between Betty and Wario. <laughs> Ro- Rowan and Sebastian will go to wait. They'll be like. Wake up, and I like that. I snap to like a dead eye. I'm like, like kinda, yeah, it kind of sounds like Skeletor. Fuck it, it's all three of them, baby. It's all three. Just, I am the trifecta of annoying Bang. nasally screams. And don't you just see his face? He man. Yeah. Tickles. <laughs> More tickles. tickles. Stronger. Yeah, Rowan says stronger, stronger, meaning like she wants me to like pretend my hand's a spider and, and get her. Oh, okay, like, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. And Sebastian says, kickle, kickle. My papa would, would like sneak up behind me and he'd say, guess what? And I'd be like, what, papa? And he said, my horse wants some corn. And he'd grab my <laughs> <laughs> He wouldn't let go, bro. Dude, dude would make me almost pee my pants, bro. Every time I go to their house. My horse wants some corn.
<laughs> He's like a fat bastard on Austin Pie. <laughs> oh, God. I pictured fucking uh, Nacho Libre. Fucking Get that corn out of my face. That's what you should have told him. <laughs> How many, uh, how many recommends you got this oh, on this five. edition? <laughs> five of them? All right, you go first. Oh, for real? Yeah. I've only, I mean, I, totally I've Totally not got... prepared for this at all. Um, okay. <laughs> okay, so. <clears throat> <clears throat> so I thought I'd start off with an oldie but a goodie. It, it, it's not super old. Um, as a matter of fact, it's not really that old at all. But, um, everyone who knows me knows that Goat Whore is one of my favorite bands, uh, Home State Heroes, uh, and it would be really hard for me to choose a favorite album because I love all of their albums, but if I had to pick one, it would probably be, probably be Blood for the Master in mm-hmm. 2012. Hmm. Um, they're a desert island band for me. And that's a Desert Island album for me. Yes, Um, (laughs) Blood for the Master is uh, intense, uh, good production value. So there, that you would say then that's one of your favorite bands. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, definitely. Yeah, Goat Whore is definitely. um, I gotta admit, man. Like I've never like besides a few songs or something that you've shown me. I've never really checked them out, but yeah, they are Louisiana boys. So for real, yeah, Dang. represent. Um, Sammy from uh, Acid Bath, the guitarist, mm-hmm. he founded Goat Whore. Oh wow! Yeah, it's uh, it's his band. He plays guitar and does backing vocals in Goat Whore. Um, and for fans who maybe have never heard of Goat Whore, um, they're a delicious buffet. Of metal sounds, <laughs> they're like, like, old the old like new wave of British heavy metal meets thrash meets death meets black, a little bit of grind thrown in there. They're just they've got their own sound while doing exactly what they want to do and not holding themselves back in any kind of way by restricting to a specific genre. Um, Sammy is just a riff master, like. Sammy is just amazing at uh, at riffing. So um, I would say if I had to pick one riff to one riffer to rip them all, it would be he. God damn. Yeah, I love his riffs. They're definitely a riff band for me. You know. You have to check out them badass riffs. There's some good riffs. Um, standout tracks. I mean, all all of the tracks on this album are great. But for me, the ones that stand out the most are Collapse in Eternal Worth, When Steel and Bone Meet, Death to the Architects of Heaven, and Embodiment of Bitter Chaos. Oh, fuck yeah. Death to the Architects of Heaven. Dude, <laughs> dude, like, the little yeah. bridge, the little bridge, he's like, The beating heart of heaven falls burning from the sky. Dude, wow. Like, the lyrics are great. I love it. Next, I'm gonna go with. Oh no, no, I'm gonna, oh, I'm, we're gonna flip. Oh, we're gonna flippity floppity. Flippity floppity. Okay, cool. All right, my first recommend is uh, <laughs> the first honest to goodness record I've ever listened to in total by this band, and this is a legendary fucking metal band. Uh, I've got 1984's "Haunting the Chapel" by Slayer. Slayer. 
Um, the, I, I did a little research, and this was the first album. It's an EP, and it was the first one where they actually used a double kick. Mm, okay. And uh, a lot of fans consider this the stepping stone to what would become their classic Slayer sound. Yeah, I could see. Uh, also, when they were <laughs> when they were recording, they they recorded in this place that didn't have carpets, so the drums kept sliding all over the floor while Dave Lombardo was trying to fucking record. Dude, I've heard. I'm I've like, heard why so not just many, lay towels down on the floor? Or something? I've heard so many funny stories about <laughs> their recording process in the early days, but I'll save it for the end of the the thing. Well, they they had a they also had a sound engineer who was a an honest like Christian man or whatever. Yeah. And uh but he he was a record engineer so he's like I'm just going to it's my job. Right. And he heard some of the lyrics to one of the the songs and he's like I'm probably going to go to hell for recording this <laughs> this this EP. Um the opening track is Chemical Warfare, which is my favorite on that on that EP. It it's the longest song on the EP and it's got it starts off with some some good riffs and the production is raw. Yeah. Um they they've got time changes, uh, different things like that going on, and then this bitch just brushing her hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry. And then Kerry King just he like stumbles in, sounding like his fingers are like slipping on banana peels and shit with his guitar solos. He stumbles in drunk <laughs> with <laughs> his guitar solos sound like a bowl of pasta noodling. <laughs> He's just mindlessly random noodling. And this is the biggest, like my biggest uh, beef with with Slayer is Kerry King's guitar solos. They're just off-putting and and not just it's just my taste. So like the song is going along and it's going good, and then then here he comes and he just fucks and he's like fucks it all up for me. I'm sorry. He assaults my ears. Um, Damn. I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Let's see. What's the next track? Um, it should have ended with the breakdown that happens right before the solo, in my opinion. Uh, Captor of Sins. And that song starts with, like, Kerry King doing his little guitar noodle and shit, but then it gets good. It, I, I like, I like the, the, the pace it's going at. It has a cool little breakdown where his soloing, it works around the structure of the song changing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, right here it actually sounds like it fits. Yeah. And they should have ended it right there, but they didn't. They kind of drone on with it. If they would be like a bit more refined, at least on that EP, and I'm, that's all I've ever listened to from them in, in total. So, but if they would have had like a thrice treatment, like thrice on uh, "Illusion of Safety," where they had like all those time changes and the different song structures, but it was very condensed. Yeah, I think that that would have helped them out, um, help Slayer out. Check out "Show No Mercy." That's Slayer. It's their very first album. Okay, so what is that before he starts noodling? He noodles, but it's different. It's, uh... They were really still trying to figure out what they wanted to sound like at that point. So they still sounded a lot like Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. Mm. Um, but meets plus Slayer. So, for me, it's a lot of fun. And that's why it's my favorite Slayer album. Um... My next favorite would be Rain and Blood, but for you, I'd say maybe check out Show No Mercy. Hmm. Well, the last track, it's a three-track EP, is the title track, 
Haunting the Chapel, and I was hoping it would have some spooky vibes, but it's not. It's fucking thrash metal. Um, and it sounds good at first, actually. It, it, it's, it's, it's going really good, and then Carrie King fucking stumbles in again and fumbles and bumbles his solo all over the place. And, uh, again, I, 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 I think... Oh, <laughs> there's this fucking out of nowhere at the end of the first verse sound effect on one of the voices. Oh, yeah. It's like an echo effect that literally comes out of nowhere because nothing else on the EP even has this type of effects work on it. It's just so like, what are y'all doing? It's like on uh, Hell Awaits. They do the same thing in the song Hell Awaits between... Uh, I can't remember where it's at in the song, but... It's some random fucking effect that gets peppered in because at the last minute they decide this won't totally fuck everything up. Right. It's just like... Oh, between the verse and this, you know, we'll just hell awaits. <laughs> you know, just throw it in there. He starts he starts doing his insane shit, and at that point, it's like over a minute, too, of him just... And, and all that. And it's like, it sounds, it sounds like you're having a stroke on acid <laughs> while Carrie King is fucking guitar solo on. And uh, and speed, you're on speed because it's thrash metal, speed metal. Three out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my cup of tea, man. Solid. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. Tip for tat. Okay. Um. So I can't believe it's taken me this long to discover this band, and I've heard the band because I knew there. I've heard of the band because I knew there was a lot of buzz around them. Um, Vitriol. They've quickly infiltrated my top five death metal bands of all time. They bumped someone off the list. I don't know who yet, but somebody got bumped off by this band. I'm actually glad that you're bringing them up now because they were my uh, my next recommend. Okay. Well, Vitriol... Um, Release to bathe in the th- to bathe <coughs> remix <laughs> vitriol release to bathe from the throat of cowardice um, in 2019. Their first full length. It's fucking killer. It's uh, technical. It's groovy. It's intense. It's feral as fuck. That's Pretty much, like, it, it feels like, it feels like an assault. It feels like the Animal Kingdom on a bad day. <laughs> no, I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to piggyback on, on on it and talk talk about my pick with you. Uh, and you turn me on to it, and it's the EP that is actually within this LP you're talking right, about. Right, right. Their debut EP, so two first EPs back-to-back right here. Yeah. With Slayer and now Vitriol, Pain Will Define Their Death from 2017. Um, yeah, I was going to say about them, they, they must have been in other bands before because right out of the gate, they sound tight. Oh, They yeah. sound polished. Um, but, but, like, it still sounds raw. Right, right. But, but, but it's... It's like, raw, but it's, 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 it's a very interesting sound. It's raw, but it's polished. Like yeah. You said. It's, it's like, tight. there's chaos, but it's clear. It's technical, but it's feral at the same, like, it's, it's, it's so interesting and it's so much goddamn fun. They start, I, I love it. And and if you're not ready, it'll kick you in the fucking ass. That's what I'm saying, dude. The first like, song <laughs> starts off, it's like, 
they've got they've got a lot of peaks and valleys and yeah. how they're doing this is death metal so right. they've got some tech some technical shit going on in there um the second track is where they it's like they're they're like relentlessly from the start kicking ass the whole way through, victim, through the song I believe yeah victim victim is dope <laughs> uh violence a worthy trust that's like the most straightforward song mm-hmm. on the EP but it it's kind of got a groovy stoner yeah sort of sort of vibe at the beginning with, with, with the way that it's I don't know the way that it sounds um and that last song is actually fucking incredible. It's like a big, so big grand closing track. Yeah. Riffs out the ass. Parting of the neck. Parting of the neck. I think that might be... Hold on, let me see something. Dude, some of the lyrics from it. A horror gapes the yawning mouth of hell. Countless teeth chew the bones of weaker men. And, and then later during the fucking... I guess it's the breakdown part. Cleanse me of filth. Reduce me to void. I'm like, this dude right here... And they, they also talk about some other spooky shit like curses and incantations. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't make out everything, but... And Part- a, dude, a dude being hung by, by a fucking noose, as the title suggests. Parting of the neck yeah. um, is actually how they open to bathe from the throat of cowards. Okay, so that's... Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and it Starts give, off good and strong. <laughs> I'm going to give that EP a 7 out of 10. Yeah? Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Oh, yeah, you're not rating these. I'm not rating them because I, I, it would... It would take me too long, and I would overthink it. <laughs> um, how many you got left? Three. And you do 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 one more, and then I'll do two, and it'll finish out with you doing your last okay. one. Okay. So, Summerlands. Um, this band released their self-title in 2016, and it's all they've got to my knowledge. I don't think they've released anything else since then. The name of the band is Summerlands. Summerlands. You know what that ties into, right? Um, I know it's like Scandinavian uh, stuff, like yeah. folk stuff, folk stuff. stuff. It's also like some witchy shit as well. Yeah. Uh, it, it yeah, that's cool. They're like they're kind of like doomy, stonery, like, but also new wave of British heavy metal meets like, no, like not power metal, but like kind of like in that vein. Um. Fans of the sore would would get this um, stuff like that. Uh, it's something that I listen to often when I'm painting. The album is uh, really good for stuff like that. It just puts me in a artistic mood, in a creative mood. Oh, that's cool. Um, so when I'm, I'm whether have to, uh, listen to them when I edit. Whether I'm writing or painting, I, I, that's one of the one of my go-to's. Um, so, yeah, Summerland, self-title. Uh, my favorite track is the Seventh Seal. All right, my next one, second to last for the night. And if anybody follows us on social media, you'll see that I posted a picture of the cassette I received from this band. Uh, my next pick is the album Empathica by Unrequited, and that Unrequited is spelled with a V because they true call y'all. True. Oh, it's a 2020 record, and I'm gonna tweet, go ahead. Tweet, <laughs> tweet. tweet. Mm-hmm. Don't matter no more, bro. Don't matter no more. I'm gonna go ahead and read. Bro, it out. really don't, does it? What? No. Tweet, tweet, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it really don't matter. I'm gonna read what I wrote on uh, the Bandcamp for. Do that. When you buy the shit, you can actually leave a little review. Empathica is beautiful and brutal. 
This ambient black metal journey is akin to a mountainous hike. The peaks and valleys, there they are again, are all there. It's lush and vibrant, peaceful, and then a steep craggy edge reveals itself. And this is where I get some of that, that, that people who fucking write these reviews talk like this when they're in the little black metal community. Oh, yeah. I remain trapped there in the snow, buried with the melodies. Yeah. I will say the best track, I, I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. I don't have them written down. Uh, but the best track is probably the second one off off of uh, that LP. And I give that LP a 7.5 out of 10. Really enjoy that fucking ambient black metal shit. Like it. I've got some Grindhouse B horror movie trailer compilations rolling in the background on the big TV. And uh, it's pretty interesting. Boyka Boy and Mashed Potato Johnson keep getting distracted. Yeah, we were watching Dungeon Master. Look at that shit. That's fucking incredible. <laughs> That's, I love this, this. Is, this is Hog the Slayer level shit, I'm telling you. I love this. Get, get ready for that 80 Sword and Sorcerer shit, y'all, because that is going to be fun and it's coming. Figure that out. is awesome. Look it's, at this guy. I, I know. It's the, look at it. It's the best. I love it. Look at it. Stop Dracula. Just <laughs> off Planet of the Apes. I think that shit looks so cool, too. I'm, I know it's cheesy, but I fucking love the I love the look of it, to be yeah. honest. We got, we got That's a, the Dungeon Master Ball. We got to watch we gotta that watch shit. got to watch that one. All right. We got to check that out one day. <laughs> that looks dope. What's your next uh, metal recommend? Primitive Man. Um, Ooga Chaka. <laughs> that caveman shit. They are one of the heaviest goddamn things I've ever heard in my life. Damn. They're like sludgy, doom death metal. It's just slow and groovy. And then it's just slow and pissed. <laughs> uh, and they're a power trio. So uh, oh, that's like always that. extra points for me. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But, yeah, they're just so goddamn pissed off sounding and so fucking heavy. The vocals the vocals are heavy. He sounds like... I don't even know. He sounds like a... He sounds like an undead buffalo. <laughs> I don't know Or yak Or yak <laughs> Yeah maybe a yak I'd have to hear the voice it, It's Low and guttural as Oh well. it's guttural He's an undead bear It's low and guttural oh. And And surprisingly um, What's the word I'm looking for It's surprisingly uh, Enunciated Like Like His lyrics are easy to understand And everything But he still sounds like Fucking what's that dude's name from Hell Slayer? Wheels. Tom Araya. Tom Araya, yeah. yeah. He's he's got a distinctive voice, but he's not dynamic. Yeah, at least no, not on that. Right. At least not on that EP or really any of the other random Slayer songs I've ever heard. Uh, the only time he really tries to be dynamic in any way would be in like South of Heaven, and I'm just popping my fingers all over the place. Oh, you, oh, bro, uh, that's what I was laughing at, and almost choked on my coffee at the very beginning. Right when I hit record, you started popping your fingers, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> hey, y'all gave me coffee, dog. Like, <laughs> oh no, no, this is all this is all part of the part of the plan. It's part uh, of the plan. All right. Um, well, fucking uh, primitive man. Uh, Caustic is the album I'm recommending, and that's exactly what it sounds like. Released in 2017, it's dope. Go get it. My final pick's gonna be another 2020, and it's also, again, requi- unrequited. 
but it's a split, and I guess you could call this an EP, even though it's just two tracks. Well, that's but not that's not legitimate content. Yeah, that's how I used to feel. <laughs> I used to feel like a split EP or a split single was. I'm like, that's not officially part of their it's, their discography it's, because it's, it's two different bands. I don't like it. It's it's not legitimate because my my neck my beard starts here, and it and it goes down to here. My my clavicle. My beard starts on my clavicle and ends at the tip of my chin. That's why. That's why that's not legitimate. I have to braid my my, my butt hair up into my beard hair. <laughs> Smell my own farts better that way because it leaves a pungent odor on the hairs. I mean, these are the neck beards. Yeah. Oh, you tricksy bitch. There's going to be a death live on the podcast. Oh shit! I'm about to piss off all the oh, it's, it's getting away! It's getting away! It's getting away! Come get us, Peter. We're gonna we're gonna leave that to be a mystery. Did he get him? Did he not? He couldn't escape your wrath. Maybe he did. Who knows? So yeah, this is a. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna have to have the Neckbeard character show up during this segment from now on. Oh yeah. Every once in a while. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, does he hate it? Neckbeard Neil. Does he hate? Does he hates it? <laughs> if you if you like it, yes. He hates it. Then like, I hate it. Even if you think it's okay, he hates, he hates it. it. <laughs> even if even if you don't like it, he hates it. A, that's miserable. If you hate it, then he hates it because you're fucking wrong. Yeah. And he's like, I'm gonna hate it, even though I should love it. But I'm gonna hate. Oh, okay, I'm getting too deep into this. Uh, it's a split. Between Unrequited, who are a Canadian band, um, I forgot to mention that, and Asuna Jokai, I think that's how you say their their name. They're a Japanese post-hardcore death metal band. Nice. Um, it's an awesome split. Both both songs are amazing. Uh, the first song is by Unrequited. It's called Dead Moon, and it's grim sounding at first with a creepy atmosphere. But by the end, it's just again like the song structure, man. It goes all over the place. It's epic. It really is epic and uh, sincerely. The second song is called Stardust by Asunjo Kai. And uh, a progressive sort of sound, at least to me. And um, they have a jazzy little interlude, too, in that in that song. This dude just ate human bacon, dog. Uh, yeah. This dude looks like the Black Hitler. <laughs> oh, shit. He's dressed like a Nazi, bro. I mean, it's these African warlords, dude. Yeah. I mean... I reckon, I reckon that's who that that is what I I think he probably is, but he was eating people stuff. I love cannibalism. Me we, too. We just we just uh, yeah we're getting caught up again with Sorry. these grindhouse trailers. <laughs> uh, seven out of t- seven point five for what it is, just the two songs. Seven point five out of ten for for a single. I mean it's fucking awesome. I'm gonna have to check out that uh, Japanese band too. Asuna Jokai, I think is how you say it. I could be wrong. I'm not Japanese. And, uh, Japan's got a really killer slam scene too. I don't know about that slam, slam Japan slam scene. Sam, Sam, Japan slam. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here oh, we go. Uh, who's your last pick, bro? <gasps> okay, so <laughs> from <laughs> the desolate deserts of Saudi Arabia. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they might not be from the desert. I don't know. It's they, a, yeah, they are. They're from the desert. They're from the caves. They just live in the desert where it's all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is a Saudi Arabian black metal band, um, which is definitely illegal there. I'm sure. Yeah they they are anonymous and 
release all their music and record everything in secret, um, away from the prying ears of the authorita over there. <laughs> um, there's a lot of really cool interviews with this band. Obviously, none visual. Um, it's all like corresponded through like email and messaging and whatnot. Very interesting how these guys live uh, and how these guys create. So Al Namrud is their name, which translates to the non-believer. Because um, fuck Allah. Yeah, yeah, they are. That's an- their words. I didn't. That I'm just paraphrasing. They, them. they, are, they are anti-Islamic, mm-hmm. uh, anti-religious in general, um, and also very political as well. Um, so, if I, I believe the penalty for apostasy in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Is, they just um, hack your fucking dick off, I'm sure. Um, I, I can't remember if it's currently, like, prison until you repent or execution. Oh, oh, oh. I know at one point it was execution. Like, if you're like, no, I don't believe in that. Like, fuck <laughs> um, so if these dudes get caught being black metal, then... Uh-huh. No, no, no. Uh-huh. If these dudes get caught being black metal, then, uh... <laughs> They're in serious trouble. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, it's too late. We got, um, we, it's still the Grindhouse trailers. <laughs> <laughs> I look over and Angel's fucking dying, and I'm like, what? And I look over, I'm the worst Kung Fu special effects of all time. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> no, it was somebody uh, like literally like jumping uh, from a boat all the way to the top of a bridge, and it's just like he had a jetpack. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> this is awesome. A- anyway, okay, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So oh. Al Namru, um, they are a metal band that uh. Deserves deserves your attention and support and respect. And respect. <laughs> We're not giving them that. I'm so oh. sorry. You have to turn it off. Okay. All right. I was they trying know. to create an atmosphere, but no, no. Keep it on. It, it's great. Just okay. keep it on. Okay. Just keep it on. Don't <laughs> keep it on. They um. They started off very black metal, and they mixed traditional Middle Eastern Arabic folk music with their music. Um. <laughs> that was that was a ghost. Don't worry yeah. about that. So, um, they <laughs> there's, started there, off. there's some fucking dead, dead Islamic people that are pissed at us and fuck a lot a minute ago. Dude, that ain't me. That's, oh, uh, you're, you're fucking, what are they called? The band. Oh, Al Namrud. Al Namrud. I almost said I knew Hamra. Nice. <laughs> Al Namrud. Um, so, I mean, damn, I'm being rude. Go ahead. So they started off being more black metal. Um, and then over time, they evolved into kind of just their own thing. Their vocalist is called Hong Baba, which is actually reference to um, a pre-Islamic Babylonian giant troll ogreish type creature. Fuck yes, um, that is awesome. Yeah, like he's all about like eating Muslims and stuff. <laughs> so you know that's the attitude this band's coming with, and they're dope. They're killer, man. They're really good. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's unique as shit. Hearing all this, you know, traditional Arabic, Middle Eastern music mixed in with all this other metal, it's really good. What would be one of, like an album you'd recommend from them? 
Um, for their older sound, my favorite is an EP called uh, Jaish, if I'm pronouncing that right. Oh, by the way, all their lyrics are um, in uh, Arabic. Oh. So, you know, good luck. So the whole thing is like <laughs> Arabian night. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they released Jaish. I'm assuming it's Jaish. It's J A I S H in 2013. And it's a bad motherfucking album. <laughs> Especially out. Hold on one second. Let me let me let me not butcher this by saying it from memory. Oh, <laughs> I'd butcher it anyway, so it's all right. Nakus Al Qatar. Oh, I like how you put the on there. Oh, he he throws that in in all, like all their shit. Like he's he's Hachan a dope vocalist. He's hucking everywhere, dude. He 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 goes off. Hach you. He goes off with all that tropey stuff. Um, and in car. Is my favorite album from their newer sound, which was released in 2017. Is that one that blends more of the uh, traditional Middle all, Eastern instrumentation? All their stuff has the blend of that. This is just more of a different blends of different types of metal, whereas the older stuff was more black metal. Okay, well, I'm going to check that fucking EP out, and I recommend that everybody checks out these uh, metal recommends. We're going to have uh, links in the show notes to. Not only all the shout-outs that we mentioned, but also, uh, including our fans-only page, but also <laughs> <laughs> links to links to all these uh, these bands, ways you can find them. Yeah, all this can be found on Bandcamp, except maybe Goat Whore. I'm not sure about Goat Whore. Um, uh, I'll find I'll find whatever you had recommended. I'll, I'll find it and I'll put it up here if I can. If not, I'll pick something. Yeah, Al Namrud is all is definitely one of my favorite bands. So. I definitely can't recommend it enough. Them and Godor. And Vitriol. That, those are the those are the real takeaways. Check out those. And Unrequited. Fucking awesome. Slayer can go fuck themselves. Summerland too. Check out Summerland and Primitive Man. They're check really out, good. Check out everyone except for Slayer. Because <laughs> God knows they've been hurt to death. Well, check out, check out uh, Show No Mercy. It's my favorite volume. Slayer is the metal band of the generation that voted for Trump. Dude, it's funny you say that because um, I follow Tom Araya's wife on Instagram, and she just loves Trump, bro. Oh, I, shit. I, well, I, I, see, I told you. I really don't get it. Well, it's all right. People can like who they want to like. Yeah. No matter what. No matter how fucking retarded it is. So. Anyway. Anyway, that was Ricky's Rippin' Riffs. Na-na-na. Neo. I don't remember how the little thing went, but that's what I'm going with. (laughs) So up next, well, you you had mentioned something that you just watched this. Oh no, you've seen it like twice now, right? Terrifier. Yeah. And you love three times. Art the clown. Yeah, yeah. I'm a little obsessed with him right now. I love that feeling, like when you kind of when you really get into something that that you just kind of discovered or whatever, and you're like, oh fuck, this is awesome. Yeah, he's I think, really scary. He's I think he's my first horror movie crush since uh the Xenomorph. Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest. It's his face. Whew. He's creepy. He's Dude, got creepy he, ain't the word. He it's smears dirty. poop on the walls. That's amazing. <laughs> he's got character without without speaking. Art's my boy, bro. I mean Yeah, him you being obsessed with him got us on the talking about famous horror icons from like throughout the decades yeah and it's it's something i had been wanting to talk about at some point and i imagine i'd want to do it in a little bit more detail 
So for this, I had you guys pick some of your favorite horror icons. And um, I based mine on sort of like the iconic imagery of them and the impact that they've had on pop culture or uh, and their longevity, like the staying power of the icon. Right. That's how I did mine. Y'all made y'all's list. Um, I was going to do like a little breakdown, but I'll save that for, for another time. And we can just go ahead and give our top our top 10 favorite horror icons. And this spans from the dawn of horror film. I mean, you can go back pre-1960s if you want. Um, nobody in my top 10 is pre-1960s. But, uh, so, 2000 to the 2010s. Um, how many do you have? I have 11 and one honorable mention. How many you got? I have 10 and two honorable mentions. All right. Wait, it can only be before 2010? No, baby. Oh. No, I'm saying it could be any. I thought, I thought uh, yeah, of any time. Um, all right, I've got ten and uh, four honorable mentions. I could have put more, but I yeah. I didn't want to. <laughs> I could have made a top twenty if I really wanted to, but uh, well, fuck. Um, I'll kick us off. Coming in at number ten for me, I've got Jack Torrance from The Shining. From him walking around carrying that axe to him trying to break down the door, to him just staring blank out like in into space everything about Jack Torrance sitting at the bar sitting at the bar talking to the old boy everything about Jack Torrance to me is iconic and 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 his image yeah poking mainly poking his head through the door right. has been in Here's everything Johnny, right yeah which was improv that's awesome i that, mean even even him sitting out in the snow dead is like it's, it's, it's so iconic every image of Randy him. Marsh yeah. did it you know South Park keeps coming up in this episode, boy. (laughs) That's because South Park is everywhere. This is the nightclub on Integrity Farms tonight. (laughs) Yeah, so Jack Torrance is my number 10. Um, So I don't have a particular order at this point. I don't either. So I'm just going to go straight up with my list. Here we go. At the bottom, I have Black Phillip. Nice. Black Phillip is uh, the devil mm-hmm. um, in, <laughs> in in farm animal form. <laughs> uh, An Orson Welles devil. And, 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 yeah. George Orwell. George, right. Oops. And he's a lot of fun. Um, he talks about butter and... Uh, pretty dresses. Pretty dresses, and he can help you with your penmanship. Mm-hmm. I will guide thy hand. He wants and to he's live also deliciously. exactly, and he's also yeah. a pirate, so that's yeah. why he's on my list. And he has yeah, and he has awesome. cowboy spurs too. Yeah, and he has a cool little song that little kids and sing he, about him. Clickety clackety, beautiful hair. Clickety clackety. His crazy ass little eyes while he's just chewing on grass watching you. Some old rectangle eyes, like <laughs> Philip. Like Philip, my boy. Mashed potato. Am I just picking any off of my list? Do it in whatever order you want. Um, headless grandma. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. With with my list, it, it's things that have like fucked me up. Yeah. Gotcha. Or I, you know, just kind of like oh, I don't like that very much. I'm gonna say it right now. Uh, I told them to do the list the way they wanted to do it. I based my criteria off of the the icon status of some of these of some of my picks, but but they they did theirs. Uh, like I said, I didn't. I didn't hold anyone any rules. This it is. It's just what 
And and mine all fuck with me too. I mean that's I think that's why they are in my list. But uh yeah. Jack Torrance is a psycho, you having Black Phillip because it's creepy and fun. And yeah. And you're you're Mostly starting off with it's fun. <laughs> you're starting off with Headless Grandma because that shit is fucked. It's fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I'm going to be adding Headless Grandma to my list. Just fair warning. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Headless Grandma. Headless Grandma is definitely that, so fucking awesome. For anyone who doesn't know, because we haven't said it yet, that's from 2018's Hereditary. It's fucking awesome. It's my favorite thing about the movie. Yeah. It's Ricky's favorite character. <laughs> it's just, just like, especially at the end when she's bent all rigor mortis out of shape. It's like, the body's so rot, it's basically black. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, mm, go listen to so. floating around all ghost like. Go listen to episode thirteen, um, titled "Headless Grandma of the Nightclub." <laughs> you can hear us talk more about that. My number nine favorite horror icon of all time is Chucky. Okay. Oh yeah. Whether it's it, like just his good guy doll face, kind of creepy because it's that uncanny valley type thing. You know, you see something that looks a little human, but it's so off human. It's like. Mm, I don't trust that thing. It's kind of like a robot. Right. In the new one, he is AI, and he's got yeah, a creepy sure. face in that one, too. But it's also the voices. I, I enjoyed mean, that one. Or, or the voice of, of yeah. Brad Dourif. Uh, my favorite type of Chucky look, though, is definitely the one that he started having in Bride. And I like that in Curse of Chucky. Yeah. It starts off with him looking like his classic self, but then the scars and the stitching gets revealed later on. Fucking love Chucky. Um, I, I enjoyed the newest uh, Chucky film because um, Aubrey Plaza's all tied up in it at one point and that turned me on a little bit so it's all about the nylon right nylon and ropes and stuff <laughs> hey, bro, it is what it is bro what I said the other day some things just uh huh uh, Boyka Boys in the BDSM <laughs> yeah so, you know so, you know so, I, I can't afford a real dungeon you know oh I wanted to bring this up uh um when, when I was thinking about the um Fifty Shades of Saw Blades. Oh, but, um, imagine like an HGTV show where they just teach you how to make sex dungeon stuff on a budget. <laughs> no, but the fucked up thing about those shows is that those people always like, yes, um, uh, my wife is a part-time antiques dealer online and uh, right, right. I plant lima beans for a living. Right, our, our budget's right. $500,000. Right. Like, Four million. Or, or even more, yeah. It's like, how the fuck are you doing this? I play lima beans for a living. <laughs> no, you're right, though. It's uh, funny. like a butterfly... They have a meme. She's a butterfly collector, and he's a... He's a... Um, something. <laughs> Four million dollars. But I was just... I was just thinking, like... Imagine... <laughs> imagine, like, this team getting together, and, like... They're like, what's all the sawhorses in the bedroom for? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, those ain't for building. We're gonna use them. <laughs> Anyway, continue. No, 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 it's your turn. Oh, shit, it's my turn, okay. Perfect. That's a perfect segue into the next pick on my list. And so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to show you my list. (laughs) And you'll know know who's on it. Oh, okay, that's awesome. (laughs) All work and no play makes Jack a doll boy. (laughs) Infinitum. That's a... that's not my real list. I believe you. I, I made I made that while <laughs> That's what you uh, showed me earlier. <laughs> I love it. I made that while I was talking. I just had the idea. Because that's anyway. one of the and Angel mentioned that on the Stephen King episode that, yeah. that we just put out is like 
and Dave Z said it on Exploding Heads because it is it's creepy as fuck he's just sitting there typing that shit for months this whole time that's all he's done he's been crazy exactly and he bitches <laughs> out his wife he bitches her out just for going trying to, to work dude he's doing some serious <laughs> shit while typing that same thing it's over like, and over like, he's work. so serious oh yeah so Jack Torrance he's definitely on my top 10 um you've Already said everything that needs to be said about him. I love him. I love him breaking down doors. I love him. <laughs> I love Shelly Duvall hitting him in the face with a bag. That scene, dude. I, I, I love. I love him dying in the snow. Yelling, Shelly, Shelly, <laughs> running through the snow Daddy like a crazy Moore. person. Daddy <laughs> Making out with dead ladies. Yeah, oh, I love everything God. about Jack Torrance. My favorite thing about that movie is um, the bartender. He's like, uh, your your credit was it your credit? Your money's no good here. Your money's no good here. Something like that. Or something. Um, I can't think of it. Never mind. That's my favorite line. I can't think. He's of a it. willful child. Gets it from his mother. <laughs> they need to be corrected. If I may be so bold. Mm-hmm. I'm keeping that, that in too. You not know what the fuck you're talking about. I love, I love that proper ass ghosty chills. Congratulations. <laughs> so anyway, angels in space. Jack Torrance. Who's your next pick? Well, since I'm in space, I'm gonna go with cancer flesh eating meteor. <laughs> as, um, as scary as the fuck. Oh god. Because. Um, <laughs> And I mean, which leads me with my honorable mention: melted and radiated Tommy Chong. Oh, with his crazy voices, yeah. Yeah, I don't like that at all. You're calling it a meteor, but it's just a color. Yeah, but a something color, crashes. Color. Something crashes into it, and they think it's a meteor. It's just a big magenta color that's fucking radiating everything. You don't think meteors can be magenta colored and radiating? That's meteor shit. Meteor shit. <laughs> oh. oh shit. Yeah, because you get fucking uh, John Carpenter alpacas and fucking Nicolas Cage <laughs> I mean, has to. It's kind of out there, but it's but, such a but great the shit movie. that happens, it's like I, um, I just I can't handle it. We're gonna have to do a midnight ritual of the color out of space oh. at some point. All three of us fucking love that movie. So uh, go feed your mother. That was my. I have to milk the alpacas. That was the best. I was like, oh my god. Well, coming in at number eight for me. This is one of, from one of my favorite franchises of all time, and it is the Xenomorph oh, from hey. from Alien. Uh, hey, good looking. HR HR Geiger's iconic. Here we go with the fucking word. I can't even say it. Iconic image of this phallic. I was about to say phallic. Feral fucking beast that is yeah. unstoppable. The mouth coming out of the mouth. Yeah. That strikes people through their fucking faces. The face hugger. The face hugger, man. One of the greatest horror jump scares of all time. It yeah. happens in Alien. Yeah, <laughs> fucking the the chestburster scene. So, yeah, Xenomorph is my number eight. Nice. Xenomorph holds a uh, special place in my heart as well. Oh, it's my turn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. Um, Pyramid Head. Uh huh. I put them on. I had a like a master list that I compiled for them, and I put Pyramid Head on there because. I keep seeing, and, and, and anyone who's in the the larger horror community, um, whether, you know, on social media or if you follow people that go to conventions who they cosplay as and stuff, 
There's a few that keep popping up, and Pyramid Head is one that keeps popping up from yeah. the Silent Hill movie. There, he's always chilling with some of the Bubblehead nurses, which oh, I yeah. love. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the haunted house, the, um, the 13th Gate, has a whole room you walk through with the Bubblehead nurses. And I don't like it at all. 13th yeah. Gate in Baton Rouge? No, not my proudest fat, but anyway, um, uh, <laughs> Pyramid Head. Did you say not my proudest fap? <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. No, I mean, you know, I mean, they're, they're hot and gross at the same time. I'm sorry. They're like a split tongue. <laughs> you know, like when people split the tongues. Yeah. I'm simultaneously aroused and grossed Oof. out by it. Oof. I don't know. Like I'm intrigued, but I'm also repelled. I can't explain it. BDSM and gross out sex. So just please, no stepping or squashing or whatever oh, that stuff's called. Oh, no, no. What's that? I don't like. I don't like gross stuff. It's man. where people. Well, no, I don't. It's thing? where it's I where people step on stuff with their feet. I don't know. It can get. It can get raw, man. It, it can, can get, get real, real raw. weird on the internet. Yeah. Out what? there on the dark web. People I've are never fucked heard up. About this. It's not cool. Some people just like sit on food, and they're like, "This is hot, right?" And other people. Oh, like, also yeah, on this our. Is hot. On our OnlyFans page, I will be sitting on cake. I promise. Nice. That, on cake. Yeah, that ten ninety nine a month. Sign up. Sign up oh. for that tier. Uh, your next pick, babe. Um, it, it's Valak. Valak from The Nun and The Conjuring Two. Yeah, uh, not so much The Nun. I mean, it's still scary. She's or he's he's in both, but um, don't like I've it. I've never seen it. I don't know. Valak. What? I've never seen it. Valak is, is the nun character from Conjuring 2 and from... Uh, oh. You don't remember that? I never saw it. Oh, You've never man. seen Conjuring? Conjuring, Conjuring 2? Conjuring 2. Oh, shit. Or the nun. I'm not sure. But I've picture. seen a picture of the nun and I thought, wow, that's that's awesome. <laughs> it definitely is is like a... Just like the Annabelle doll, which comes from the same universe. Yeah. Pretty iconic uh, for the 2010s. Some newer, fresher, kind of like Art the Clown. Horror icons. Yeah, yeah, I could get down with that. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, that's another one of those those uh, those things for me. I don't know. I've got a nun. I've got a thing for nuns. What can I say? <laughs> Demonic nuns, even better. <laughs> Tied up, squashing Tied up. hamsters with their fucking nun high heels. Demon, demon <laughs> nuns. With with nylon masks. And I'm gonna have nightmares about this shit tonight. If I keep looking at it. Look. And nurse in, in, in bubblehead nurse costumes too. Coming and, in at uh, number seven for me, it's the Gremlins, the Mogwai and the Gremlins. Cause I've get, had the theme song stuck in my head all goddamn day. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. Um, so I made a funny joke in reference to uh, Gremlins. A co-worker of mine um, had mentioned in passing to all of us at the at the location we work at that they found a spot on her brain. And then a few days later, she was going to get some tests done to see uh, what it is. Well, we were working nights, and she's like, she's like, tomorrow's such and such, like the date. She's like. I can't eat or drink nothing after midnight. Oh. And I didn't think about what she was so in front of everyone. I was like, what are you, a fucking grim? <laughs> oh, damn. I like how dark that guy. She was laughing. It was, it, she took it. You know, we all we all thought it was funny. But, you know. is, she, is she okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, who apparently, apparently she had a stroke. 
and didn't know about it. So weird. But yeah, I was like, just, you know, no filter. What are you, a fucking gremlin? <laughs> anyway. Well, those things, they're rude like that. They throw yeah. things at people. And <laughs> they, they hike old ladies out of, like, out of their second story windows, dress up like fake Santa Claus, invade entire movie theaters that are showing Snow White and the Seven Doors and blow the whole shit up. Oh, wait, that was Zach Galligan. Never mind. <laughs> but but when they drink all kinds of different liquids in part two, and then you got all these variants of the gremlins, like the electricity it. gremlin, the flying gargoyle gremlin, the spider one, the fucking the spider gremlin that kid, Gizmo man. has to go all Rambo on, and the smart gremlin. I like yeah. him. He, oh yeah. Uh, he he says something like he's on the phone doing uh the stock market, and he's like, I would tell everyone to put their their stocks in the canned goods and ammunition or something like that. <laughs> Yeah, so the oh, Gremlins, I man. I gotta revisit those, man. Oh, I think we'll get to them That's one day. That's great. I yeah. gotta rewatch them. That's... You should do those for Christmas. Fucking... You, you're well... You're damn right. You're, you're kind of jumping to the... Yeah, because it is... Gremlins is a Christmas movie, so... That's so awesome. Opens with a fucking Christmas song. Suck a dick. <laughs> so that's my number seven. Okay. Strong recommend. I, I, I love... I love Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Childhood memory. I'll, uh... I'll honorably uh, mention them later. Uh, Candyman is my next pick. Nice. You know, goddamn bees, ghosts, fucking urban legend, meat hook, man. Uh, I love Candyman. The way he fucking says, Tony Todd, the way he says things. He's so great. He is fucking great. I love him. He put bees in his mouth. Dude, like I had read somewhere where like he had it in his contract that like they had to pay him a thousand dollars for every bee sting, and he ended up with, like forty something bee stings. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what a what a fucking great way to make that much money. It's like, dude, some, I'll let it happen. I some mean, it's chicks not like are like at once. fifty grand per tit. Like Halle Berry, I think got paid two hundred thousand dollars to show her tits in a uh, what's that movie with John Travolta? Uh, Blow. No, that's uh, Johnny uh, Depp. Swordfish. Swordfish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never seen it. Me either. It's it's. Uh, yeah, I've actually never seen it. I just accessed the old memory bank. No, well, Candyman. Yeah, dude. That Candyman. Is yeah. Fucking urban legend, and he's got the big fucking uh, fur coat or whatever that shit is. The bloody meat hook hand, which is also indicative of the other urban legend. The hook when you're yeah. in. Yeah. Uh, we wee's off. Rattling little in the little boys, according to that one little boy. <laughs> Fucking a, yeah, it's crazy. Um, Chatterer. Just Chatterer. I mean the whole movie, but oh, okay, it's okay. Cool. Her next pick, yeah, the Chatterer. Yeah, gotcha. Who is a Cenobite in Pinhead's gang? Yeah, he's of dope. sex demons. Here we go, BDSM, baby, leather and bondage. <laughs> That's it. They're really? so into it. They they are like fucking Saw because they put you in the little. <gasps> the Cenobites are Saw, uh, yeah. Jigsaw, fucking, but from hell. Pretty much. They they put you through a torture chamber in hell, and then you come out the other side of Cenobite all fucked up and into it now. Right. So Chatterer. Chatterer. I like the fat one with sunglasses. That's but, That's Butterball. Butterball, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's my favorite. I'm like, why is this dude wearing sunglasses? This is stupid. I love him. Coming in at number six for me, and uh, we're going to be touching on this in a little bit. Touch. Motherfucking Pennywise. Yeah. yeah. Whether it's the Tim Curry Pennywise or the new Bill Skarsgård Pennywise, that the image of the clown alone has stayed relevant throughout time, much less just Stephen King's creation. 
Uh, I fucking love it. I mean, the, the, it, the story and all the lore in the story lends itself to such amazing artwork that you can find online. And again, if you follow us on social media, I've been posting all kinds of fucking it pictures that I find um, that look really fucking cool. And it's creepy, dude. It eats kids. Fucking Pennywise. Yeah. Um, nothing in life has traumatized me the way it has. You know? We're gonna... You, and I know what you're gonna talk about. You're gonna bring up when you were a kid and stuff in the miniseries and it's scaring you to death. Save that for the it thing coming up. Okay. Yeah. Sure. So it's my turn. Yeah. I, um, Godzilla. Motherfucking God, Godzilla. Motherfucking Zilla. Mm-hmm. There's a... Blue Oyster Cult song about him. <laughs> um, he fucks Tokyo up all the time. Japan's in, in ruins constantly. He's a, he's a radioactive dinosaur, and he's great. There's a robot version of him that he fights. Godzilla. There's a bunch of other crazy monsters from everywhere. Oh yeah. Just can't I can't get I, on the Godzilla shit. I love I love Godzilla <laughs> so much, man. It's something that I just grew up as a kid loving and watching. Um, it was, it was like, it was never really scary for me, like so to so to speak. Mm-hmm. But um, I just feel like it's horror adjacent. It is, you know. Yeah. So it's the horror community embraces Godzilla, and um, and I'll, I'll be I'll be mentioning him in a little bit. And he is definitely iconic as fuck. Oh, very you much know? so. Goddamn. Uh, that's, that's all I've got to say. Crossing yeah. cultural boundaries. I love him. Iconic. I love Godzilla. <laughs> Gojira. Um. Mia from the Evil Dead. As a horror icon? Yeah. Alright, not Ash. She's going Mia from Evil Dead. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I mean, I love Ash too, but um, I really liked her role. Fucking junkie. Trying to kick the habit. Mm-hmm. While mm-hmm. also having to deal with demons possessing her. Yeah. Her friends not believing her. She tells her fucking brother in, in the newer one. You suck with your dick, pretty boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about the Deadites, dude. They're oh, fucking R rated. They don't care. Split tongue earlier. Like, split the <laughs> fuck out of her tongue. Hey, you must have got a hard on for that scene. <laughs> no. I loved it. I don't even remember it. She splits her own tongue open. That's amazing. And try and she also gets raped by a vine. Well, or some kind of black undulating mass yeah slippery slides up into her vagina in in honesty I don't think I would be able to watch someone getting their tongue split in real life no fuck that man I was really disturbing um... I'm weird in the sense that I I, I genuinely don't like seeing people hurt well yeah you know I don't know if that's weird I think a lot of people feel that way but I love horror movies I love watching people get sawed in half in horror movies, you know, horror when movies. I know it's not real, yeah. I love it. What yeah. was that you movie know? we watched the other day that had? What well, mean you could not watch it? It was so gruesome. You remember? But that I don't know. I'd have to rewatch that. I don't know how how I would feel about that. The split tongue because oh, it's it's watchable. Sometimes it's cringy, but it's like cringy in a good way. Right. You don't remember? We watched something the other day, and we were like. It was so bad. It had something to do with his eyes or his... I don't remember. But me and you couldn't watch it and we were laughing because it was so bad. This is fucking me up. Now I wish I remembered what the hell you're talking about. I can't remember on which movie it was. God damn, man. Not Blood Clots. <laughs> no, it wasn't Blood Clots. That was a fail. <laughs> we didn't finish that movie. Uh, I could have, but you didn't want to. Clot 1. So bad it's good, y'all. Blood Clots. Check it out. I think it's on Prime. It is. Damn, now I really wish I 
I knew what movie you were talking about because I don't turn away from horror that often, or like the effects. It was rough. When I think of it, I'll let you know. All right. Uh, moving on. Number five. Just to put it out there about split tongues, um, I was looking at like some short videos on Instagram of people doing tricks with their little tongues. Oh my god! And <laughs> I had to turn it off because. I saw basically what what we were just talking about. Like, it was someone setting up to, like, do the procedure. And I was like, fuck that. I can't watch that shit. You know? Yeah, like, if... if I can watch it once it's healed and all that. But, like, I can't watch somebody. It's like, in real life. I don't like like it. Maybe fake I could. The the opening of Suspiria has, the original, has someone getting stabbed in the heart. And you see the knife go into the heart. I can watch that and be like, damn, that's cool. Yeah. But if you were to show me a video of open heart surgery, I would be skeeved out. I would be like, oh, fuck no, I don't want to see this shit. I can deal with some of it, but just, mm-hmm. nah. Real gore doesn't doesn't appeal to me. Well, coming yeah. in at number five for me, I've got Jason Voorhees. Iconic as fuck. Classic. Legend. Classic. The Fucking hockey mask. Legend. Yeah. <laughs> He's got the hockey mask, oh, the machete. The-, the Mighty Ducks versus Jason Voorhees. Oh, that could have been perfect. God damn, that would have been good. He would, anyway. have, he would have snuck up on him as the other team's goalie. And then he'd have been on the ice, and all the fans that clamor to get Friday the 13th in a winter setting, which I'm one of them, we would kind of get our wish a little bit. A little bit. It'd be off It'd be off the wall. But yeah, man. And he's, he, Jason has every variant from every film. You know, whether it's little dead boy, late Jason from the first one, at the very fucking end, sackhead Jason, the different looks of hockey mask Jason. Jason's so fucking dead and corroded and mushy and everything else that in Jason Goes to Hell, his mask is fused to his fucking face. Jason goes into space and gets a nanobot remake, like a makeover. <laughs> you got Uba Jason. Fucking Jason, man. Um, Ash. Fuck yeah. Fucking Ash, bro. Chainsaw hand, groovy, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> well, I'm going to go ahead and throw this in here since you've you've already mentioned Chatterer. Pinhead and the Cenobites are my number four. And since you're mis- mentioning uh, Ash, number three is Ash and the Deadites. Yeah. I-, I love the Deadites in with them, too. They're great. They're my favorite, I guess, kind of like zombies. You know, mm-hmm. they're like my favorite version of that. Like possessed a, zombie people. Yeah, that's what I was say. A zombie, a possessed person, and and cr- crude. So crude. So great. Like Angel said, they was like, I'll suck you off. What did he say? What's it? She's told her brother, let me suck on your, let me suck on your cock, pretty boy. <laughs> they're all, and they're always saying some fucked up stuff. They're always cursing at people and shit. Like there's some kind of modern day like angry New Yorker who's yelling yeah, at someone yeah. on the she's street. Sniff, she's sniffing his girlfriend's panties, and she says, "I could smell your filthy, your filthy cunt, your filthy soul." Oh, when she's like, don't they say sniffing. cunt and one of them something about a cunt? Oh, I'm yeah, sure. she calls her a cunt. The um, rule thirty four. I'm I'm sure there's an Evil Dead parody porn out there. It would be really interesting to see how the Deadites in that would talk. <laughs> like, I'll swallow you, come. I'll swallow you, come. Right, right. You know that that's where my head's going. Like that that would be funny. <laughs> what the hell's rule thirty four? Oh, it's like the un. Well, it is documented. It's the rule that. There is a porn parody of everything. Oh, Basically, okay. it's the internet rule of there's always a porn parody of hmm. whatever fill in blank. 
Yeah, I could see Ash fucking some of the dead eye chicks that have been possessed. And he right. probably and that's the thing about Ash, and that's why yeah, like you have him on yours, I've got him on mine. Ash is great. He's badass, he doesn't care, he's self centered, but he will go out of his way to save innocent people. Right. Uh he's just an unlikely hero. Pretty much. But he's great. He's an every man that has to figure out how to fight the fucking army of darkness, bro. Yeah, man. With a chainsaw hand and a fucking <laughs> boomstick. <laughs> and fucking pinhead. I mean, it's a sex demon with pins in his head that comes out of a fucking box from another dimension. Come yeah. on. This, this is the best. Hey, I, it's I very Lovecraftian, too. Um, oh, yeah. Whatever that what? show was we watched, I don't know what it is right now, but he was having to cut his eye tendon out. Oh, that was Becky. Yes. That's what we were freaking out about. Becky that had scene. some really gruesome yeah. moments. Spoiler alert for a few seconds. In Becky, Kevin James has to cut his own eye out of his head because it's popped out and he he can't see out of it anymore, so he's just like, I gotta cut it. And he doesn't just try to cut it once because it's so tough. Well, it's his partner. Right, right. It's his partner trying to do it for him. And he's and he's got fucking play school scissors and he's like, are you, are you serious? It's rough. It's bad. It's and you hear that nerve sound like from 127 hours that shing, yeah. when he goes to cut it for real, and it's like, oh. There's a, there's another one in there that was really bad too, but I can't remember it at all right Oof. now. It was really rough. Oof. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see who else on the list. Um, Jack Torrance and Pennywise, I think. Yeah, Jack Torrance. We talked about uh, Black Phillip. Captain Spaulding. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's one Damn. of my favorites. I love Captain Spaulding. Yeah. Hey, well, well shit the baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, automatically we throw in fucking quotes out there. He's quotable, man. He's so yeah, great. Oh, definitely. Damn, another clown. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. Clowns, man. Whether Clowns, I was talking to Ricky about that outside. It's like whether it's because we're doing some Pennywise shit right now or it's uh, fucking he's got obsessed with Art the Clown. Back to our Kaboom cereal. <laughs> fucking, we need to get them, that the, the funk company to sponsor this podcast that don't <laughs> exist no more. And now, yeah, Captain fucking Spaulding, dude. Yeah. Captain Spaulding. I really love Tootie Rob Zombie. fucking um, booty. It's, it's awesome. Don't you like clowns, kid? I know. Aren't we fucking funny? funny? So good. <gasps> Who else you mentioned? Oh, oh boy. You said Pennywise and I'm surprised Jack all Torrance. three of us had Jack Torrance on our list. Yeah. That's cool. Shining's though. one of my favorite yeah, movies. God man. damn right, man. Um Y'all want me to do another one? Or what? <gasps> I said Captain Spaulding. How many you got left? Three. Um I mean I could just spit them out real quick after y'all. I've got three left. No, four left. Which we already kind of talked about one. Who? Xenomorph. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, go on go on about that one. I first I first saw Alien Resurrection, like not long after it came out. And it was kinda like my first introduction to a horror that didn't make me want to pee my pants. It was because it's more it's like a fun type right. of horror movie. And and it really it really kinda like opened that door for me because mm-hmm. I'm like this this is this is awesome. Dope shit. You got and, Brad Dorf being like he's very sexual with the xenomorphs in that movie. Yeah. Yeah, we watched the document. Well, we had the whole collection with the yeah. I mean, as far as horror movies franchises go, I mean, 
Yeah, Evil Dead's up there, but I, I think I gotta go with Alien. Oh, I don't blame you, dude. Alien's I mean, it's, 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 I mean. I even like the new ones. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love the new ones. <laughs> Suck a dick, internet. Fuck it. Dude, I, I love me some H.R. Geiger. So, yeah, um, the Alien franchise has meant a lot to me for a long time. Um, it was kind of like my first horror movie crush, I guess you could say. It's the first thing I got like obsessed with was the Xenomorphs and uh, their biology and what they do. And I memorized the fucking second movie because I was like, oh shit, all these Marines are cursing and <laughs> being awesome. And <laughs> Are you more of a first movie or second movie fan? I can't even decide, dude. No? I love them both there so much. There seems to be a, a, a division. There's a the divide. Fans. I mean, you know, one's quit clapping. One's, you know, sci-fi horror and the other's like sci-fi action. action. Yeah. You know? With horror elements, for sure. I mean, they're both so fucking good. Oh, they are both good. You know, I can't, I can't pick. I couldn't decide. Um, I almost threw, aside from Xenomorph, I almost threw Jonesy in there. Just the cat? Just have the cat? Yeah. Jonesy gets people killed in that movie. Jonesy. They go looking for her and they get murdered by the Xenomorph. Or Jonesy. Stupid stupid fucking cat. Stupid fucking cat. I love him. Dies. (laughs) Or does it? No. No, it gets saved. It gets brought to Earth and it lives out its Jonesy life, right? Does it die in the third one? I don't think it's in the second one. It is in the second one. It is? Because she has, yeah, when she's laying down in the little chamber, it dies in the crash. Yeah, if if it's at the end of the second one, then yeah, it died when they landed on that prison planet. Yeah. Crashed on it, rather. So, anyway. Yeah. Um, this was not so much horror, but I did like it as, like, just something that could be horrific. It was, uh, the, a- the AI from Ex Machina. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, really creeped me out with where that went and how just that could be reality someday. Fuck yeah, man. Black Mirror is telling us, predicting the goddamn future. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I don't like that. Um... Uh, uh, Patrick Bateman. <laughs> um, that's my that's my dude. And um, Jane from the Autopsy of Jane Doe. Nice. That is creepy. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that movie's amazing. So yeah. much fun. It, it creeped me out. That's so time. much fun. Really, really unique. I creative was waiting way. for some, I, the whole time. I was in constant dread, waiting for her to wake up on the table, and the fact that she never does, and it gets creepier and creepier. And creepier without her ever leaving the damn table is probably it's just it is it's it's fucked up and that 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 actress actually laid there the whole time she was that was not a body or any or, right. or like a, a, a special effect that was an actress yeah I, I've she, been she played people, creepy as fuck just laying there man mm-hmm. I tell a lot of people about that movie and they're like oh really and then they never watch it but it's one of my favorites those dead bodies that start walking around. That's creepy I shit. Dude. I mean, I want With the little bells tied to their feet. Yeah. yeah I would love to watch it again soon. I, I've seen it twice. I, I, well, I keep saying this, but I mean, there are there are a few movies that we're talking about that we'll we'll, we'll get to someday on on this show because they're not just like you mentioned, Patrick Bateman. I've not heard a podcast do a really good discussion of American Psycho yet. I really. That's one of my favorites. I need to watch yeah. it. It's so. good. I've never seen You've it. Never watched it. Never watched it. I've seen a it's lot good. of the memes from it. <laughs> uh, the um, Cajun it's... Cajun Dubs guy did a a, a little uh, dub of it. 
Oh God, I gotta see that because I saw the I Jurassic mean, Park the, one. The, the quirkiness of it and all the Phil Collins. What's the name of that? Music and... I I don't know, but he's like no no no. What's the name of the guy? Uh, C- Cajun Doug. DJ DJ Red maybe something like yeah, that. Yeah yeah. DJ Red R H E T T. You've seen some yeah. of his stuff. I've That's what I'm seen. saying. Jurassic Park. Yeah. 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 Check he's that out got, on YouTube. There's going to be links in the show notes. He's got Bateman like dancing around his Zodico music <laughs> with that got talking to that guy and he's like he's I can't remember the name of the dude but he's like he really makes the butt shake and he's That that scene's not far off then because the whole time he's talking about Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah. And he's playing that record. This is their very commercial album and it's got blah well, blah. He uses the you know he uses the dub from whatever he's Yeah. No, I know. I get it. Yeah. So uh, it's it's funny. Um, anyway, my next pick is my turn. No, it's, uh, I'm gonna go ahead with my number two. Go for and it. throw out my honorable mentions. Number two favorite horror icon of all time, and I, it's been this way since I was a kid. Love Jason. Don't get me wrong, but the more fucked up version to me is fucking Leatherface. The he 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 takes some he takes his victim's skin. And stitches it together, and I'm not even talking about all his little home, home, homemade arts and crafts right. in the house made of bones and everything else. This dude wears his victim's face on his face. Yeah, and then he cuts you up with a chainsaw. In part two, he's using it like it's dick, like he's powerful with his dick chainsaw. He's he, <laughs> let, the the, I love the that description the slamming of the door. The iron door. Oh, that's so iconic. It's iconic. And I, I used to draw pictures of him, him fighting Jay. Like, I used to draw all that shit. Fighting Jason and Freddy and stuff, slamming the door. Yeah. I love Leatherface's look. It's And, and if I'm going to have to pick one, which I wanted to do for Jason too, but I'll save that for another day. Um, my favorite Leatherface look is probably from the remake. The way yeah. he looks in the remake from 2003 is, it's just, it's so fucking gnarly, man. Um, Ron is dressed as a butcher. Is it? He's dressed like a butcher. I can't remember. Well, he's he's got on a like he's a butcher's apron, right? apron and yeah. and, and yeah. he's similar to how he's dressed in the original when you first see him with the butcher apron, the tie, and the whatever. Yeah. But it's his mask and it's his overall mannerisms. Um, Andrew Bernarski plays a much more intimidating Leatherface than Gunnar Hansen does. But I'm I'm not taking anything away from the original. It's still it, it's the most iconic, hands down. But <laughs> As far as looks go, uh, remake Leatherface is my favorite. Honorable mentions go to Candyman, uh, love it. The Firefly Clan, not just Captain Spaulding. I got to throw in Otis and Baby, and even Mama Firefly and uh, Tiny, because Tiny fucked the stump. If anyone has the OG DVD, and you know what I'm talking about with that with that special special feature, Tiny fucked the stump, y'all. Black Phillip. Because I like to live deliciously too. Clickety clackety. Mm-hmm. And the uh, last honorable mention will be the Blair Witch. You never really see the Blair Witch, but the stick man imagery, uh, Heather's face in the camera, which was improv again, by the way. That yeah. iconic shot of her face in the camera where she's crying and snotting everywhere and like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's all my fault. That was, she went off and shot that by herself, and the editors found that later in the footage, like, oh, she did this, and that became the image on the fucking right. poster and shit. It's crazy. Love the Blair Witch, man. So. Good shit. Good shit. Okay. Um, so, my latest obsession is art. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw him in there. Um, 
He's true cult as fuck. <laughs> he's he's dirty. He rubs shit on the wall. He's raw. He's grim. Um, he's pissed off. Angry. And <laughs> as of now, he's officially necro. So yeah. Spoilers for Terrifier. <laughs> he's officially necro. If you know what that means, then you know what happens. Um, so yeah. Oh, and he's black and white. And he's black and white. So he's got the face paint he's got already the corpse going paint on. paint kind of going too, so, you know, uh, art, art's fucking amazing. And as you mentioned before, he doesn't even have to say anything, make any noise, and he's got so much character. Um, next, I've got The Thing. Is that your number one? Number two. Okay, so you still have your number one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the Thing. Yeah. Holy shit. A lot of different ways that thing can look and be I interpreted. S- the scene where the head splits off the body and becomes a little crab thing with eye stalks was seared into my subconscious as a child. But they, and they referenced that in chapter two, by the and way. And it scared the, the... I mean, just like, I could not unsee it. It scared the piss out of me when I was a kid. My parents shouldn't have let me watch that. They knew, <laughs> they knew what was going to happen. They but wanted to see a scared little Ricky. I guess, bro. And the joke's on them, because when the power goes out, I'm running out that tub, Nate. Oh. If I'm taking a bath, no, all the time when I was a kid, bro. Oh. I'd come out. The power would go out a lot when you were taking a bath? What you a doing lot. in there, man? Bro. I'm, I'm <laughs> Dropping run- toasters in there and shit. I'm running out. <laughs> I'm running out and screaming, and they fussing me. Anyway. That's how iconic John Carpenter's The Thing is, though. It Chapter 2 has a reference to it. The Color Out of Space has a reference to it. With the alpacas being like the, the dogs right, right, in the, the kennel. Big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's the two things that just scared me the most as a kid. It and the thing. Um, the difference is, I, for whatever reason, I latched on to the thing and began to love it. And now it's, I mean, it's a desert island movie for me. We're going to have to, one, one day we're going to, we're going to. I have to talk about that one again because I, I, I did a solo cast on it. But fucking love it, Kurt Russell, man. Come on. Um, my number one oh, is oh 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 oh. You okay. had one more. Nope. Oh, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of railed them off because. Oh, okay. Wait, like, and I, I didn't mention. Well, I mentioned in passing the ones that uh, we all kind of talked about already. Okay, so you don't have any more. All right. Well, I'll just do my my number one. And it's because you fucking mentioned it. Yes, it's horror adjacent, but it goes back the furthest. Just like you, I grew up with this. I love yeah. it to death. I was there for each one that's been in theaters since I could <laughs> remember rem- being able to go see them. Um, it's fucking Godzilla, man. Yes. Godzilla is the most terrifying thing. As a kid, it, it really did, like... That scared me because I saw the old one in black and white. Yeah, well, I mean that one. That one is, I mean, definitely the most horror, horrifying. You know that one, and 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 I would say some of the imagery from the Shin Godzilla movie uh, that came out in 2016. That has my yeah. favorite Godzilla look of yeah, all the he Godzillas. Looks so good. It's it's it looks like a undead Godzilla. It looks yeah. like a Necrozilla, bro. Right. <laughs> That's what he is in that fucking movie, Necrozilla. And he's got the hell shirt with him on it. I have it. A what? Full of hell shirt. Full of hell the band. Uh huh. They have a shirt with the Necros and Godzilla. Oh my god. I have it. It's it's best. It's the best. This giant, fucking ancient, terrifying thing. Oh, I know what your number one is. 
Yeah, the same description fits. Yeah, okay, cool. So this this works Good out. Good segue. Yeah. Yeah, watch what you're doing with my segue over there. You're kind of... Uh, <laughs> Going near the edge of the cliff? You kinda, and I'm the owner of the company? Right. You know what happened to him? No. He went off and died. For real? On a Segway. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Oh. oh. That, that makes me sad. He <laughs> didn't deserve that. No, but the irony. But that, yeah, you're right. That is funny. These things are safe. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he, fell, he fell into a deep, deep, deep ocean where he found a deep one. Yeah. Um, and speaking of the deep one... That is not dead, which can eternal lie, and in strange eons, even death may die. Cthulhu. Um, Who has not had a proper movie yet. Unfortunately. But, nevertheless, this creature is still iconic as fuck. Very. Most people who don't even know what it is have seen it. I would I would venture to say more people know who Cthulhu is than they know who H.P. Lovecraft even is. Yeah, and, and I was gonna get at that. You know, like, it's... You know, it's it's just the character from the particular stories that really struck people and stuck out of HPs. Um, and there are few examples of better cosmic horror. Definitely. You know. Do you know who Cthulhu is? Yes. For anyone who doesn't know, it's a huge, again, like Godzilla, elder god. gigantic, yeah, elder, an elder god that has a tentacled face like a like a octopus huge gigantic dragon-like wings and a humanoid body that's that's usually the 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 way it's it's uh portrayed in art and he's sleeping at the bottom of the ocean in an ancient alien city that he had his cult members construct yeah 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 a long time ago so people are worshiping cthulhu on land and well, I guess even in... In other dimensions. Yeah, everywhere. Just, just, yeah. It's just a bunch of chaos. Godzilla versus Cthulhu. I know. I was thinking that. Oh, my God. I would have to say Shin Godzilla because that's so far, at least that I can tell. I'm not going to go the anime route, the Godzilla that came out on Netflix, because Godzilla Earth is too big. Like, it's too gargantuan. Yeah. I don't know how big Cthulhu is, but... Cthulhu is big enough to stand up in the ocean, pretty much. Like, yeah. in, mo- in most areas of it. He's God- big. Yeah, so big he's bigger far. than mountains. Um, I don't know. Godzilla big. Earth is bigger than mountains. He's, he's huge. Jeez. It's, a, it's, yeah, he takes place on an, it takes place on an Earth hundreds of years in the future where Godzilla has evolved into the ecosystem. Okay, good. Wow. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's too, it's too much, but it, to make it a, a more fair fight, I would put Shin Godzilla in there because his powers are crazy, yeah. very strong, and Cthulhu, I mean, he might be of unknown quantities. Well, I don't know what all he can do. Yeah, he's... He, he can he, control people's minds, so he's got telepathy. He's got a lot of unknown quantities about him, so it's tough to say, and if... I'm going to do some research and figure this out and do stats and get all geeky and nerdy about this, and we're going to have a Cthulhu versus Godzilla showdown. I love it. So our top favorite horror icons have brought us to this a fucking match to the death between two gigantic horror horror villains or Godzilla's not really a horror villain horror adjacent but yeah and your your favorite is gonna you will throw your favorite in there too which you didn't pick one so I'm gonna pick for you we're gonna have Valak the Nun in there to fight uh <laughs> we'll see how this turns out um and my honorable mentions are Pinhead 
Gremlins, and um, Leatherface. Fuck yeah, Leatherface, dude. You know. It's like so you, sick. Like you said, bro, he just wears dead people's skin, and I think that's awesome. It it, it is it is awesome, but it's also fucked up because that really happened, man. Yeah. Ed Gein fucking would wear cadavers on his own body because he wanted to be a lady. Yeah, poor guy. Let people be who they want to be, man. Otherwise, you get crazy people in the dead heart of Ohio, wherever the fuck he was, robbing graves and murdering bitches. Wisconsin, Ohio, something like that. The dead, the great dead heart of Wisconsin. One of those. Some place. One of those stupid foreign places. I don't care about. <laughs> I'm just playing. Goal. That was me. <laughs> um. So yeah, my top five is definitely um, Cthulhu, The Thing, Xenomorph, Art, and Pyramid. Fucking nice. Three of those are like alien sci-fi things too. I I love sci-fi, and when you blend it with horror, that's an instant erection from my nerd penis. And nobody um, mentioned the ogre from Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, the the pale man. Yeah, oh, he's so great. I love honorable mention for him too. While yeah, I'm at it, I, I, I would agree. Honorable mention. Um, the only reason I didn't put it in the master list was because it's just it's it's in there. It, it is a popular image nowadays, uh, but just like Art the Clown, that's why I didn't even give him an honorable mention. It's not that I don't love him; I do. He'll just have to stand the test of time a little bit later for me. You. The way I'm, I'm doing my, the way I did my list. Also, I forgot to honorably mention Headless Grandma yes. and uh, Captain Spaulding. Holy shit! Yeah, fucking kaboom! Yeah. As a matter of fact, some of them honorable mentions might have bumped uh, Black Philip off. <laughs> Oh. He's on the list, but he is the bottom. God damn. I've seen the invitation. No. No. Mm-hmm. It's on Netflix. It's good. Yep. Well, I haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. It's good. It's good. What's, I mean, what the is ending, it? I mean, is it horror? Yeah. Yeah. Well, why are you watching horror movies without me? I watched this, like, years ago. It's from 2014. I watched it the night before last, or last night. The Invitation? The yeah. Invitation. The ending, bro. I know. All the big notice, all the lights. All over, all on the hillside. Oh. I'm like, it's happening everywhere. Oh, <laughs> the red lights. So great. Is it the red lights? They're not. They're kind of like reddish pinkish. I did see it. We watched it's that it. dinner party. Dinner party yep, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, shit that was, was freaky. <laughs> that shit was good, bro. Old boy from uh, from Prometheus did a good job. Who's that? Main character? No, from who? Who? Who was he in Prometheus? He was Shaw's husband, the one who turned into the mutant monster because oh, David yeah, poured yeah, the yeah. shit in his drink. David was a meddling little motherfucker. He was just oh, like, yeah, "What dude. happens if I do this shit?" David's my favorite. I love David. Oh. Speaking of Art the Clown and clowns in general, which have had sort of a resurgence in not only horror film but even in pop culture, uh, I think right before the new It films came out, right? Weren't, weren't people, like, dressing up like clowns and spooking everybody and, you know, running not down yet. the street at you and shit? Yeah, not long before, I mean... Yeah, there was even a zombie clown in uh, Zombieland. And Zombieland came out in, what, 16, yeah. 15? Oh, before that, huh? I don't know. I think. 2012? I don't know, maybe. I don't, I don't remember. remember. I have no idea. I can look it up. But the the fucking the thing with clowns and they had that Eli Roth produced movie clown. Remember that where the dude puts on the clown coat, yeah, and he starts to become the mythological 
creature, the clown, clown, or some shit they say in whatever whatever Scandinavian language. Have you seen that movie? No, boy. Dude, it's awesome. Two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Zombieland came out. Damn, boy. All right. Damn, I didn't. I'm old. Right. You need to watch Clown though, for for real. You like Art the Clown, Terrifier, great great new clown villain, but uh. Terrifier is scary. <laughs> I don't like that that thing. Mm-mm. I love Art. <laughs> I love Art so much. Did I tell you uh, next Halloween if we have Halloween again? Because yeah. you know, hopefully this pandemic shit is over. <laughs> I'm I'm totally gonna be Art the Clown. I wanna be a. Uh... Black Phillip. That's awesome. You can be Black Phillip. I'll be Art the Clown. I'm going to be Al Josen in Blackface. Oh, yeah. I remember you said this. Did I? Yeah. You I said don't it remember before. That. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's getting edited out. Um, <laughs> no, but the Mamma Jamma of all clown villains has recently graced the big screen, and they're talking about maybe doing a third film. Andy Muschietti, if I'm saying his name right. Uh, who directed It Chapter 1 and Chapter 2. He said he'd be willing to come back for a third one. That would probably be most likely a prequel, maybe even a sequel. Warner Brothers doesn't want to let go of that money because Pennywise is profitable. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård said he'd be willing to come back to do Pennywise. And me personally, I'd fucking be really down for another It movie, whether it be a sequel or, or a prequel. I think a period piece would be... Really cool. Like Noah a, loves it, too. Yeah. Well, and so what, what we're going to do here is sort of like what we did on the Stephen King episode prior, which I want to give you the floor to talk about Psy King for a minute. Mm-hmm. We're going to just kind of go over sort of our personal relationship with it, uh, mainly because we didn't get to watch the films or the miniseries, blah, blah, blah. I'm currently reading the novel. Or listening to it on audiobook. Counts as reading for me. Yeah, I mean, well, it's 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 like a you know, the guy does voices and stuff, so yeah. there's no music, but it's it's cool. We we didn't have time to watch the films and also I wanna get Noah in on on the Pennywise action because yeah, he, he loves these movies and uh, we brought him to see chapter two in theaters. That was fun. <laughs> I didn't even remember that he had came actually. I thought he hadn't seen it, but that's, he was well behaved. He wasn't scared or nothing. He loved it. You remember the first movie we took him to and we had to leave? Anchorman 2. <laughs> yeah. Really? Well, he was young and he, you know. He was like four or five. Five. We, knew, five. we knew a lot would go over his head, but he was just too unruly. So we had to, had to <laughs> skip out. But when we, me and her, uh, we, we covered our Stephen King shit. Yeah. When's the first time you remember being like, "Oh, Stephen King" as a as a name that you could like attach to a product or like whether it be a book or a film, you, you just realized this is a Stephen King thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. How old were you? <laughs> what the hell happened? Um, <laughs> <laughs> nothing. I'm just being weird. <laughs> um, I don't know how old I was, but I was definitely a child. Because I remember, for whatever Sweet reason... child of mine. He was a child. Yeah, I, I don't remember, for whatever reason, it seems like it, the old series was always playing at my grandma's house. 
Like somebody was just always watch. It was always on TV, and, <laughs> and somebody was just watching it. Because I remember many occasions being over there and being like, "This is great. It. Now I'm gonna get scared again." <laughs> <laughs> so the movie terrorized me multiple times as a child. So your first instance of knowing Stephen King at all was actually the the topic at hand. It was. Yes. It was it. Yeah. Oh shit. I re- I, I remembered the name. And everything associated with it because of it. Because it, it scared the shit out of me. When you were a kid, did you see the, times. the scene where Stanley killed himself and he wrote it in blood on the shower? Yeah. On the, ba- on the bathroom wall? Mm-hmm. That part freaked me out when I was a kid, man. The part that got me the most was when he comes out of the, the uh, drain into the shower. <laughs> um you really need to go back and rewatch the miniseries. No, I, I, I'm sure I do. Um, you know, I didn't like the, his teeth. That scared the crap out of me when I was a kid. Like, I actually, I don't know how long of a period it was, but I guarantee you for at least a week or two, I did not take a bath. <laughs> I pretended. I would go in the bathroom, and I would run the water, splash it around, make myself look wet. <laughs> and I get the fuck out of there. You didn't want that, that clown to come out of there. No, I didn't want that clown to come get me, bro. I was terrified. Aww. Pennywise the plumber. <laughs> Pennywise. Mario, it's a me. Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing that scared the crap out of me when I was a kid, and this is off topic, but uh, y'all remember the movies Look Who's Talking? Yeah. You remember the toilet that talks <gasps> right with the little boy? Oh, no. That scared the fuck out of me bro. dude that's I, some peewee's big adventure large marge shit right there i was so scared to sit on the toilet it's a scene in, in this movie where the the animals well in the first movie the baby can talk but the adults don't hear it you just you as the audience get to pick right. up on it and the baby is voiced by bruce willis and it's starring john travolta <laughs> and um Kath, what's her name kathleen oh shit she, you, you'd know her if you see her or hear her. She's got a distinctive yeah. look and voice. Um, and in the sequel, the pets can talk. And I forget who their voices were, but it was some, some other shit. My only thing, my only point is that talking toilet, threatening yeah. the little boy, mm-hmm. scared the shit out of me too. So I, I was always kind of scared of the bathroom as a kid. It's always just been kind of a scary place for me. <laughs> but this isn't a psycho a psychoanalysis. It's a oh yes, it is. It's a reference. To Welcome it. to the nightclub. Right. <laughs> one of the first horror movies I can remember is one that my mom let me watch with her, and um, it dealt with a Ouija board nice. and, uh, and Satan. So I was scared for a while. <laughs> Hell yes. It's like no like gentle ease into that. <laughs> well, when when I was a kid, what would freak me out was in my parents' bedroom. My mom had these three framed clown pictures oh boy and what? yeah awesome. w- welcome to my my questions that, in, that floated around in my little head i'd go in there and i'd look up and i'd see these three old-timey clown that's paintings. awesome and dude i would be like I, that's what i'd wonder like why the fuck is this in here what are you trying to do to me awesome. that 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 scared the the, the hell out of me. I mean, uh, as, as a kid, me and my sister shared a room, and all around the room we had shelves at the top. Yeah. Full of fucking collectible porcelain dolls. Oh, my sister had those. I fucking hated them. And we them. had one that hung, and every once in a while she would move, and like they just stare at you, and um, we had to take that one down. It's a thing with her and dolls. Okay. We went to uh, 
They were they just all sit in your room at night and you open your eyes and they're all looking at you. Like what the fuck? You bought a constant voyeur to put in front of you. And they were beautiful. Or someone would give it to you as a gift. Here, have this thing watch you. Um, we went to 13th Gate and we're going through this. The, the, and 13th Gate is this huge yeah. warehouse horror m- marathon of insanity that you, you walk through as, as a small group. And it's all staged and it's really fucking well done. And it's in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, we're going through there and... There's a hole. <laughs> Angel can handle most of the stuff in there, kind of. Sometimes she don't want to look. She kind of hides her face where I am. And when we went through the doll room, she just constant, she just... I closed my eyes. I had to, either you held on to me, or I had to kind of guide you through. Like, just don't even... It was that. You walk into a room full of porcelain dolls and a giant porcelain doll, from what I can tell. Then you go straight into the mannequins off of uh, Silent Hill. And, no ball. <laughs> and and they're they're all mannequins, but some of them are people, and they just right. shift. That's awesome. Mm-mm. That that whole part, I, I closed my damn eyes. Do they have the bubble head nurses? Yeah. I don't remember these they're details. They're in that room. It's it's fucked up. I just the remember bubble the bubble head nurses are the, awesome. The the one part, the only part that actually got me. The only part that didn't scare me, the, it scared you. Oh, and I said it out loud. We were, we were going through 13th Gate, and we're, we're going through this area that's made up to look like you're in the forest. And it's so well done. They got the fog and the trees and everything. And you hear a wolf howl. Oh, oh, can't oh do it. fuck. And, and I'm like, it's a fucking werewolf part. It's the werewolf part. This is the one that's going to scare the shit out of me. And right when I was done saying that, the dude dressed up like a werewolf fucking jumps out right in front of me. Like he, <laughs> he heard or saw me or whatever, and he, he could just they tell. You. Yeah, yeah, they were yeah, like, I'm sure they, I'm sure they know how to look at yeah. body language and say, the "I'm out, gonna get that the motherfucker graveyard, out of here. The outdoor <laughs> graveyard part of it, which I love. That's when awesome. One of the dead people that came out of the graves followed Brandon around the whole thing. Skirt, like making weird noises behind him and he cried <laughs> like she would not leave him alone I had to like turn around and say can you please leave him alone like he is upset and she goes ah. <laughs> I'm like alright Brandon have to like, stay in character man That's so awesome. yeah, I would love to never work somewhere character, like that and she followed him until he left out of there God. I accidentally like pushed one of them in the like pushed their face away hard. Yeah, because we were standing scared by, the shit out of you. Probably we were standing by something and he just surprised. Like, you. And it was in the entrance. It's before you even get into the elevator part where they start to creep you out. And, and it's in the line <laughs> leading up to that. And this dude just pops out of a hole in the wall. And yeah, it's because it was something just unexpected. And I'm like. You know, I facepalm it. Fuck off out of here with and, that. And then I realized it was a real person, and I tried to apologize, but they stayed in character. He said something fucking creepy to me or whatever, and I'm Fuck like, it. damn, this dude's for real. They can't break it. I would love to I would love to work somewhere like that. Noah's dead but I, mom works I would, there. I would probably not have too much fun walking through. Why? Because I just get a lot of physical reactions when I'm, when I'm scared. Oh, you've never been? Never been. Oh damn, man! Never been. I, 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 I don't know how I would act. I, I might you, would fight someone. I think you. <laughs> no, nah, serious, nah, dude. it ain't. It ain't. They don't. Dude, touch, they don't touch you or nothing. We can like hold that. your hand, dude. 
<laughs> Travis will grab one hand and I'll grab the other and we'll walk through there. Dude, I almost <laughs> got in a fight at another, I can't remember the name, but I was at, uh, it's another type of haunted house, not as big as 13th Gate, but, uh, I was with, uh, Josh Fontenot and his ex and a, a bunch of others from high school. Uh-huh. They were like my seniors when I was a freshman. And um, I don't know if y'all ever met Chastity, but she's this big old tall lady. And uh, I held on to her the whole time. Fuck this shit. Fuck this shit, Chastity. I'm just going to cling to you. <laughs> the she, corn maze. She protected uh, me. Alexandria's fun too. I did, I did a hayride before. This is turning into like a Halloween spook show. What the fuck? It's not a hayride though. (laughs) I'm saying I've been on a hayride before. It's a big maze through the corn and it's a haunted house, but you're running through the corn maze. That's dope. Trying to get the hell out. That's kind of cool. Real quick on this and then, oh yeah. No, no, go ahead. I was going to, I was going to segue us back into the original topic. What what I go for and and I think what kind of gives me a buffer zone so I don't always, I guess, I don't know, I don't really get creeped out anyway, but I go for the pageantry, like, to see how they're doing it and how cool it looks. Right. It's like, I don't know, almost like a feast for the eyes, but it's in person, so it's practical and it's crazy. Nice, It's yeah. the carnage candy, like, right fucking in front of you. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah, but, uh... I just don't like when motherfuckers are trying to scare me. It makes me angry and scared. It's <laughs> sad. But if you're paying for it, you might as well enjoy it. I don't know. I'd be willing to try it if I was with a bunch of group, a group of people that you could just who understood, and we all get around you, and yeah, and and would and would the coven will create a protection. Now, what if Ricky punches spell? me because he's scared? I wouldn't do that. I'd, I'd, no, I'd I think he. I think he'd know that we're the. <laughs> I wouldn't punch you. <laughs> we're the gang. We go there and we start fighting with each other in the haunted house. Yeah. <laughs> Break out into a. A barroom brawl, but it's in a fucking... Sunny in Philadelphia titled The Gang Fights at the Haunted House. <laughs> <laughs> I told y'all about the uh, D&D meme that I saw. Mm. It was like this picture of this medieval village and it said something about the benevolent heroes coming into town and helping the people with their problems or whatever and how thankful the, the villagers would be and this and that. And then the next picture is... The title screen from Sony, like the episode title, where it says, <laughs> the gang kills everyone in town. <laughs> it's them. I've seen that one. <laughs> they need to do, and I don't, have they done this? The gang needs, they need to do period pieces. They did one. They did one. Where, where did they go? Like the it 1950s colonial, or some shit? Uh, oh, colonial okay. America. That's what I'm talking about. I need, I need to so check that good. out then. It's so good. I'd like to see them in a medieval setting. <laughs> It's like colonial America during, like during the revolution, and Charlie and Frank are like thieves and vagabonds and shit. I could see Charlie in a medieval setting. He'd be like just the dude that lives in the pig pen and the shit. Hell yeah, boy. Yeah, he'd have he he would have survived bubonic plague already. Definitely, I can't say that word. But speaking of plagues and haunted houses, the Stand and the Shining. Two Stephen King stories. Um, said, no one noticed the Segway. I'm on the Segway, going off the cliff like the owner of the Segway. Right. Uh, what are some of your favorite Stephen King movies? Because we gave a little list of ours. They ain't got to be your number, like one through five or whatever, well, but if you had some favorites. I just wanted to point out real quick that the other thing 
that scared the shit out of me from the It movies was when they're at dinner. At the Chinese restaurant? I I guess, yeah, because I think there's an egg roll. They get a fortune. <laughs> or an egg roll or a fortune cookie or something. They, they all get their fortune cookies, and when they all start yeah. busting open, and it's all creepy. One of them's got this little baby bird in it, uh-huh. and it's screaming. Yep. The imagery just fucked me up as a kid. It really fucked me up bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind that. You've only seen the miniseries then, right? I've seen the miniseries and the... the uh, the first chapter one, yeah, movie. Oh, All right. which I loved it because they, they well in, in I need it, to watch the miniseries again. In it chapter two, they 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 do redo the uh, Chinese restaurant nice. scene, and it's pretty fucked. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'll I'll save my comments for it chapter two. If anyone out there listens to uh, the Joe Blow Horror Show, which I'm co-host of with Boss Tuna. We did our top, um, I think it was top 20 of 2019. It Chapter 2 is on my list, so go listen to that to find out where it's at. But, uh, you know, because of the way that it terrorized me as a kid, it took me a long time to get into Stephen King stuff. Um, (laughs) The next thing that I remember seeing was Christine, and I remember being like, oh, well, this this ain't scary. This is kind of cool. I felt so the same way about it. Me yeah. into, into you know, giving his stuff a chance, even as a kid. Like, it's not you know, because then I watched like Pet Cemetery and you know like Cujo and all that, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is all cool, and you know, obviously, uh, Stand by Me and all that, mm-hmm. which I also you know, which I loved as a kid. Angel hasn't seen Stand by Me. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we gotta Leeches. get her to watch that. The, <laughs> the pie the pie contest oh my god <laughs> it makes boom, me want to watch baba, it boom boom <laughs> <laughs> anyway lord ass <laughs> <laughs> um, it's great man it's great yeah um what it was my my list of my favorite king adaptations Shining's definitely in there. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the top five, if not number one. Here, here. Off the top of my head with no help whatsoever or any list on my phone or anything. Ricky is currently going um, into his phone and looking at a list. In made. the tall grass. Mm. Oh, you, yeah. It's fucking dope. It is awesome. Um, In the tall grass, Gerald's game, I loved. Uh, The Mist. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. I love the goddamn Mist. Um, and Shawshank. I yeah. love Shawshank Redemption. You ever seen Green Mile? Yeah. Okay. I love it. I love it too, but, you know, it just barely didn't make the list. I love Gerald's game. I, I love it too. It's good. I watched it's, it uh, with my so, dad on the road. It's so cerebral, it's but it's very engaging, you know? If And, and I love that. I watched it in between us doing our top Stephen King list, and for me it was an honorable mention. Yeah. I would. I, it would. It would be in the top. Something now. It's, it's very um, interesting. Yeah, I love. I love. All it. the way through. Oh yeah, holds your attention. That movie was. I've said this before. Claimed to be unfilmable. So, fuck them. What do they know? Right. I, I watched uh, the miniseries when I was a little bit older. Like, I had seen other Stephen King shit by that point. Yeah. And the miniseries I probably saw when I finally got it on DVD, and I was maybe like. 12 or 13 or something like that I might have watched it maybe 
when my nanny owned a video store. I might have. I feel like I did, or or rented it from Reed's. With you don't think your dad would have rented it or something? No, no, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't watch horror movies in front of me and shit like that at that age. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, they they tried to. My parents had a slightly Christian thing oh, going that's on. True. Yeah, they dropped that facade. But that for some reason, they still just watch it at my grandmother's and I don't get it. <laughs> I'm like, why would, like, they didn't like this shit. Your, grand, your grandma, man, she no, did. No, she didn't. She's like, it's cool. She, she didn't like that. There's no, way, there's no way either one of my grandparents liked it. I like that I, cool clown. He's, yeah. I think it was just always on and no one cared or He makes attention. me smile and he makes balloon animals for all the children. <laughs> They're just flipping through channels like, oh, look, a nice clown for the kids to watch. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, the moment they step out of the room, he's like, we're all floating. He's got the right. teeth. <laughs> the fucking teeth. After so, I watched that, though, I don't know. I, it scared me a little bit, but I also saw kind of the stupid parts of it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You, I need to rewatch it because yeah, I'm sure it's... There's some corny shit going on that you're like... <sighs> like the laugh that you showed me. Oh my god! Wah ha! Wah ha! That's the best. I yeah. love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's a lot of there's a lot of you yeah you but it's good. It's like it's so bad it's good type right, shit. Right, right, right. Yeah. Which I love. Also, Carrie. Watching Carrie at a young age also kind of eased my transition into uh, Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, Carrie was good. Yeah, I watched that one pretty early too. That's one of the, at least to me, that that, that that's a darker one, for sure. Yeah, well, that and Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery has its over the top moments too. But as a kid, I did not notice those. The, right. the that movie just scared the fuck out of me. Zelda, the sister that lived upstairs, of the wife character. Oh yeah, yeah. And she had spinal meningitis, and she's like, uh, well, "I just we all wanted Zelda to die. We couldn't wait for Zelda to die or something like that." And when she finally did. <laughs> she tells him, man, she's like, they thought I was crying, but I was laughing. Yay, Zelda's dead. That's how scary that bitch's sister was, yeah. man. She was happy that she was gone. She didn't have to feed her that nasty pea soup or whatever the fuck she was giving her. Damn. Pet cemetery, man. If they keep, they keep that damn kid away from the goddamn road with the 18-wheelers going 130 miles an hour. I don't want to go down that road. Oh, <laughs> Down dead kid road right there. <laughs> they get no holes bar, man. They fucking they kill a kid in that movie. And that was 1989. That's the year I was born. Stoke. That's, that's when, the year I was born. That's when. That's when Judd. Don't mock Judd. You don't want to go down that road, Messi. What uh, was made? I think. I think the thing was made when I was born. The well, year I was born. 1982. Nope, never mind. <laughs> Something really dope was made in 87. I'd be like, damn, dude, you old. What, what was <laughs> right? dope and made in 88? I want to know. 1988? Yeah. Child's Play came out in 88. Okay. That's Hold on, let me... That's mine. Let me just Google... 1987? 1987 dope what? movies. Like dude, you got The Fly. You've got fucking... The uh, Fly? Oh, yeah, man. With Jeff... Jeff Goldblum, who rapes a bitch in the first uh, Death Wish movie. Yeah, I remember that movie as... I don't remember what it was called, but it had the killer spiders. Arachnophobia. I watched that, yeah. Hamburger Hill, boy. (laughs) Hamburger Hill. Yeah, man. 
the fuck are you talking about? Right. I remember that. Um, it's a um, it's an old war horror, war movie. Goddamn. Horror movie. I was about to say war horror, but it's it's a it's war a, it's a Wario movie. It's a war. Wow. I'll work the sound into the podcast. <laughs> okay, Prince of Darkness, Hellraiser, Evil Dead Two. Oh, Hellraiser. Um. All the good ones. It's pretty good, yeah. Oh yeah, 87 was a good year for horror. I wasn't wrong about The Fly, right? That's 87. I haven't seen it yet. Uh-oh. Jaws? No. no. Jaws came out in 75. Jaws. Okay. This thing is lying, dude. Oh, it could be a Jaws sequel. Jaws, The Revenge, okay, you're or something right. like that. I didn't notice The Revenge down there in the yeah. title. Lot they made they made some uh, some people don't even know that the Jaws or younger people don't know that there are Jaws sequels and man Salem's Lot a return to Salem's Lot Salem's Lot motherfucker Stephen King miniseries that's a that kind of like it watched that I think I think just like it that was a two parter um, the it miniseries. What blew my mind, um, and and to come full circle with the whole clown phenomenon, that was it seemed like it almost ramped up, and horror w- was returning to the mainstream like more and more in bigger ways thanks to Conjuring, you know, uh, yeah. some of the Blumhouse films really got mainstream horror, mm-hmm. horror or at least horror back into the mainstream making money. And I need to watch Prince of Darkness. I'm sorry. Oh, the John Carpenter movie. Uh, with uh, Wong, what's his name? Wong. I love that guy. That well, old Asian dude. I know there's an old Asian dude in it. Mm-hmm. It's also there's... got Doctor Loomis in it. Yeah, I need to watch it. I was just reading about it. Oh yeah, it's cool. Never seen it. Alice Cooper's in it. Really? He plays a piece of street trash. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, it, it it's an interesting movie. I'm gonna look it up tonight. I might watch it tonight. Or I might watch The Deadly Spawn. I was about to ball. say, I think I want to watch The Deadly Spawn. Look Based dis- on that title screen. Look discount Bradley Cooper getting his ass beat or eaten by The Deadly Spawn. The Deadly Spawn's fucking him up, bro. Again, so people understand there is a background uh, running reel of B-horror movie trailers just to try and distract my co-host. And I'm going to keep this thing on the rails. And it's working. The... the uh, <laughs> The horror community came out strong for the Stephen King adaptation, the first film, actual movie adaptation of uh, It, his novel from 1986. And uh, it, 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 it's akin to the horror equivalent of a superhero movie or a blockbuster. Definitely. The budget for the film was $35 million, and the box office gross is $701 million. Holy goddamn doctor, Batman. That's $1 awesome. billion. Dollars. <laughs> I mean, it's not far off. Yeah. It was That's almost awesome. a billion dollar horror movie. And if I'm not mistaken, Why this is the... trillions when you can make... Billions. And it doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I need to rewatch those two, man. It's been a long time. If I, if I'm not mistaken, I think that it chapter one is the highest grossing horror movie of all time. No, sorry, that's not true. What is it? Hmm. What is it? 
the highest grossing movie of all time. Horror, horror movie. Horror movie. R rated horror. Movie. What's the uh, adjusted for inflation, I think it's still going with the wind. I was about to, say, I was about to say that too. Damn, yeah. I would have been accidentally right. I think it is because I had no idea. <laughs> but I think if you just look at pure numbers and one movie, right? I'm, it it might be Avatar. I don't, okay. or it, it might be, be Avengers: be, um, Infinity War. I don't, I don't know. Or it might it even be. It should be Sister Act because of how many times I watched that as a kid. <laughs> Well, you didn't go to the movies watching it over and nah, over. No, I had a film. I had a, I had a VHS. I've seen it too many Sister times, Act too. Probably 150 times. I've seen it way too many times. <laughs> that and uh, Dances with Wolves. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> the only two VHS. <laughs> I love that I think movie, we though. had the same parents. That's the only two VHS tapes my grandma had, and we would. <laughs> It seems like that shit was always on TV when I was a kid. She somewhere. would pop those in, and we'd watch dances. With, and she had Gone with the Wind. And that was our shit. And, and Steel Magnolias. You got me to watch that movie. That movie made me tear up, man. Steel Magnolias, yeah. It's a tearjerker. For, for sure. It jacks you off until you cry. Yeah. Alright, well that was just about as much as I thought the retrospective was going to be. At least the... Penny for your thoughts down memory lane road. Yeah, I guess. Uh, ho- I guess. Hodgepodge. Yeah, I didn't. We didn't need to go too deep into it because we're gonna do a fucking it episode at some point, and it's just gonna it'll randomly show up whenever. Yeah, one day. One day. So that's it, motherfuckers. Uh, Nightclub Coven, episode twenty. Twenty episodes in. Uh, less than it. Well, well, a little over a year. The anniversary would have been August thirteenth. 20 no, 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 no. September 13th is the... September, uh, yeah. So, 20 episodes in a year. Not too bad. Like, it'll be mm-hmm. in 2020. Oh, my God. Damn. 20 episodes in 2020. 2020. <laughs> so, 21 next year. 21 next year? Yeah. No. So 2021. Episode 21 is going to come out a lot sooner no, than next year. 21 episodes. Oh, I have to do... I have to... Okay, so... Nightclub's got to put out the equivalent. So if you're still doing this in, in like 2089. Yeah, if you make it that long, you're gonna have to do 89. Fuck that, man. There's only 52 weeks in a year. Years old, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Still making this podcast. Welcome to the nightclub. Everyone done forgot about podcasts like half a century ago. They're doing or something you just, else. You just keep doing the same podcast Telepathic. over and right. over because you have Alzheimer's. <laughs> He's just in his room by himself with like with like. I don't a, know what I'm doing here, but we're gonna talk about it. And it's like the thirtieth episode. He's got like a eighty-nine. He's got like a stapler or like a like a tape a roll of tape. And he's like spinning the little wheel of tape, <laughs> and he's like talking to it like he's doing an episode, recording it on a reel or something. Yeah. And then he says, <laughs> I went like, analog in my old he's age. He's like, we're gonna take a quick break because um, I have to get my bed sores cleaned. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. god! This, this dude's bed reading too. <laughs> he's still smoking at a hundred years old. I'm a hundred years old. I just lit my lucky strike, and this episode is brought to you by <laughs> it's Kaboom. Even, it's not even that voice anymore that was like <laughs> because oh man don't he, wish that juju on me yeah because you speak in oh. you know Rowan watches those right 
That's horrifying. She she'll watch YouTube. She says, "Mom, put on that scary woman because they have an ad for the." <laughs> <laughs> she asked her. She's like, "Mom, she's like, I want that scary woman. It's my favorite." Damn. I'm that, like, can you? This not? could be you in five years. She's like, I'm. If you smoke five packs a day. Rowan watches that shit, and she's like. That's hilarious. Welcome to the Nightclub Podcast, where we are the ones who lost our lungs to cancer. <laughs> Remember when they had that commercial with the dude who had one of those, the tracheotomy? The one that sang? And he sang the song about you he don't always don't die. always die from tobacco. So this has been a, a PSA for all you listeners. Um, <laughs> don't watch YouTube ads. Um... <laughs> Uh, you wanted to plug something before we uh, wrap this bitch up? Yeah, I just wanted to remind our um, tens of thousands of... Millions. Fans. Millions. The millions. The world is listening to us right now, and I just wanted to remind everyone on Earth and on Europa to um, check out our OnlyFans and subscribe. You see, I'm plugging for the future for when we colonize Europa. Fuck Mars, though. Yeah, we're not going there. I ain't worried about the people. Whoever goes to Mars, fuck you. Europa got an ocean under that ice ball. What are we doing on the OnlyFans website this time? We're going to be popping balloons with our butt cheeks. Clown style. Clown style. There's going to be confetti. Clown makeup. Cream. Funfetti creamer. Funfetti creamer. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to fart. Whipped cream out on each other. And um, and we're going to dress in clown makeup and in robes like the McPoyles. Yeah. Because we drink, we only drink the creamer in little in little tiny cups. Ugh. Pinkies, uh, pinkies extended. Nice. And then we go ass to ass. Yeah, you buddy. remember in Sunny when they had the, uh, the milk fountain? Yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. Awesome. Freaking milk fountains. I picture them, I picture the McPoyles watching the first Anchorman and when Ron Burgundy's walking through the hot ass streets of San Diego drinking that carton of milk, they probably get like boners and wet and they just all start. Like that dude is quenched. I bet they start dancing their weird little jibby jab dances. I don't know. I can't. <sighs> the McPoyles. I always thought it'd be cool to go as a McPoyle to some kind of Halloween party or function. I would love it. Rose and a glass of milk. That's all you need, man. That Just milk better be pajamas. a white Russian, though. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta decide. Don't wash it. your fucking hair for a while. Oh, God. Just go all dirty. Hell yeah, man. I would do it. <laughs> if I wasn't gonna be Art the Clown. Yeah, I was That's gonna much, say. It's much better. You gotta when be Art I, the Clown. When I go as Art the Clown, wherever I go to, I'm writing my name in poop on the wall. <laughs> no. Make it official. Making it official. If it's a Halloween party at Miles, please don't do that. Okay, I'll do it at the neighbors. You can do it if you clean it up. No. I'll do it. <laughs> well, She's giving me permission if I clean it. If you clean it, yeah, but I gotta get a and picture for the Instagram. On, yeah, and then I'll put it on the the. We know you shit your pants, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> when things go wrong at a Halloween party, too cult, bro. When keeping it cult goes wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that. We're gonna have to save that for the Black Circle episode. Yeah, yeah, it'll that reference will come back, folks. Yeah, black circle. Only fans. Only fans. Nightclub. Yep. Keep searching until you find it. Keep searching. Don't stop. I've been Travis Maxwell Boone. Don't stop till you get enough. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the limit. Take it to the limit. This is not mine. Who's <laughs> <laughs> grabbing Ricky's phone? Yeah, y'all are fucking this up. <laughs> <laughs>
Hold on, wait. What you said though? Huh? What did you say the first time? Don't stop till you get enough. Don't stop till you get enough. Take it to the limit and um, take that and rewind it back. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I like it. Don't be a fucking butthole, man. <laughs> take that, rewind it back. What is that from? A song. Stay spooky, bitches. Stay spooky.